You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. If you want to piss off Ronda Rousey, you know, have her husband there so he can fucking forearm you in the face. But, but, don't expect it to come too fast because it's going to take its fucking time getting there. How long does it take its good time? Longer than Seth Rollins stares at Brock Lesnar on the ramp before Drew McIntyre claymores him in the face. And also, longer than Kofi Kingston will have to wait to see if he's in WrestleMania. We get into that and more this week as we... Are you ready? I said, are you It's true. It's damn true. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the most inappropriate pro wrestling show in the motherfucking world. You're listening to Breaking Down the Ring. We are your ring crew! Nicholas. Nicholas. <laughs> Whole F and Joe. And me, the ring crew champion, the almighty one, Mikey. Himself. Hey, where's your title, asswipe? That gets in the backseat of my car. I, sh- I I want some some pro-rated title holding time. Yeah, I never got my well my freaking hey, title time hey, look, last time. Look twice. <laughs> I like how the tallest guy on our show holds back the title from the blackest and smallest guys on our show. <laughs> <laughs> it's hey, you're not taller than me, are you? Z is, dude. What oh. the fuck are you talking about? He's the one that holds the title back. Yeah, it does. Fuck you, nigga. <laughs> Wigger. Whatever the fuck you want to call it. I haven't heard that word in, <laughs> I think, over 10 years. Malibu. Wigger? want it. <laughs> oh, I, I say Wigger all the time. Really? Yeah, it's hilarious. I say that, and I've uh, really brought out Cracker. I just love calling people crackers. Doesn't matter what color you're. I don't know you call me cracker. All yeah, the time. I call everyone a cracker. I was like, "What's up, cracker?" And then when people are leaving, I tell them to stay black. Really fucking weird for people. I'm gonna start making you awkward. To call you my nigga. That's not gonna make me awkward, dude. It was, I grew up in the fucking east side of Detroit. I was the only white kid in my high school. Nothing oh yeah, about, we talking about nothing this. about that makes no, no. me awkward. Well, we had this conversation. You're in some of the area that I grew up in. Yeah, I'm in the Channel Park area. I was literally told by all of my black friends I was the only white guy they knew that I that was allowed to call them that. And I'll be very honest. <laughs> I fucking said it back in the day. I haven't said that. I haven't said that word since high school. 
Well, a little they bit after. They fucking knighted you. Like, I know. I was got nigga knighted. Cool. Are you guys, <laughs> guys side-casting on, on, your, on your hoodish pass? No, we're not at all. Because okay. this is leading into... Nigga night. What we're, no. <laughs> nigga night, Mikey. No, you can't, <laughs> it can't be at night because you can't see it. It's got to be during the day. <laughs> Otherwise, you have no idea that shit's going on. Unless someone's really happy and smiling. <laughs> the black man is on the show. It's okay. <laughs> so, all right, look, there's a lot to get into this week. Uh, Miz cut an amazing promo on SmackDown, but an amazing f- oh, face who's, promo. Whose uh, volume can I hear? Is it yours, Smitty? I don't think. No, Someone, mine's, someone's video is playing. Someone's Periscope. I'm on Bluetooth. Yes. Nope. No, but the sound. Can I hear the sound on it? Oh, Jesse calling us fools. Fucking. All right, a lot to get into this week. Uh, that may be me, actually. It is you. Yeah, so turn the phone. Ooh, it was in your fucking headphones? Yeah. So, he, so he throws his <laughs> headphones. <laughs> He's like, I got to take care of this. Boom. <laughs> Fuck this shit. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm an impro Negro. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, how much did I pay for this? 20 bucks? All right, fuck it. <laughs> no, I got it for free 99 I stole the motherfuckers. Even better. I'm fucking <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Um, so, yeah, so much to get into, but let's let everybody know from the top of the from the jump, right off the bat. Remember, WrestleMania is April 7th. We are hosting a WrestleMania viewing party at Buffalo Wild Wings in downtown Detroit. 1218 Randolph Street, Detroit, Michigan. Ladies and gentlemen, you want to be there. We're going to be having the pre-show on. We're going to have the whole pay-per-view on. We're going to be showing everything. Prizes, giveaways, live podcasting, uh, maybe even some on the fucking videos. What's up? On top of that, on top of that, we are going to be facing off against the pro wrestling scorecards people for the third time. I, I am the one who definitely made this happen. It's a grudge match, myself versus Jesse, which basically it kind of gives me the win, right? Like I'm kind of like finally going to get my win. It finally comes back because, oh shit. My own, my own too becomes a 50 50 because I'm paired with a Z. <laughs> you put me in a tag match. You can't use this advantage. It's great. Have you not? So, Pro Wrestling Scorecards, Daniel from Pro Wrestling Scorecards did that poster. I don't know if you saw it. I know, I saw it. It was Fantastic. awesome. That is a, so, I told him, I was like, look, man, I really have the, We should throw up an old, we should make this an old school wrestling poster. And the size that he did it, no, Des, Daniel was not on the phone. I had, had the thing wrong. Oh, look at that. Now that was, was me. So, Sorry, I got a new iPad. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Yeah. Um. So yeah, I said, dude, we should do like an old timey, uh, uh, poster. And he was like, all right, I'll I'll hook it up. And so I had everyone take photos, and we weren't sure we were going to use the photos, but the first photo of Jesse and I for the first one was so good that he was like, all right, I'm going to use everyone's photos, and he put it all in there. So if we we're going to get this up, we're going to post this on our social media. I'm pretty sure Pro Wrestling Scorecards has showed it up on their social media. We got a couple of hits on it because I saw it on theirs. Yeah? Yeah. Cool. I, I'll be very honest. It's very possible they put it up. I had the fucking busiest weekend of my life. I'm going to take care of it. I got you. I, I say, I, I, I know because I work in the same industry yeah. as you do. So... I, I was really checked out of all kinds of wrestling this week, <laughs> but obviously paid attention to stuff. So yeah, Daniel made this uh, poster. Daniel did it himself. All I did was send him some fucking photos. So we're going to get this posted on our social media. So guys, make sure that you're following at PW scorecards because they're going to come out with scorecards for NXT takeover for WrestleMania weekend, WrestleMania and 
the G1 special at Madison Square Garden between New Japan and Ring of Honor. So we're going to have three scorecards that we're going to be filling out that and then we are going to not versus like who wins. G one is G one and not versus. yeah whatever. I'm pretty sure someone from New Japan is going to be taking on someone from ROH, so it will be a version there some point. We'll get into that. Yeah, definitely get into that a little bit more as because there was a lot, man. There was uh, this is some card changes because of some title changes. PW scorecards. People were at uh, ROH 17th anniversary. Yeah, and they fucking had a blast. A lot of stuff. Des was. Posting a lot of photos and, and videos of things that were going on in there. And look, man, I, I'm really excited for this because, look, it's just always fun with the pro wrestling scorecards, people. But you can fill out your own scorecard, all right, if you come and see us at the WrestleMania viewing party at Buffalo Wild Wings, downtown Detroit, 1218 Randolph Street, Detroit, Michigan. And if you fill out your scorecard and you have the most points, the most points, you're going to win our big prize. What's our big prize? <laughs> Fuck you. You got to wait to find out. So go to our Facebook, facebook.com slash BDRcast. Go to the events tab. And right there, the first top event is our WrestleMania viewing party at Buffalo Wild Wings. Click interested so you can be reminded. Click going because fuck you, you're coming. And we're going to have the whole second floor. And we're going to be having a whole bunch of fun at Buffalo Wild Wings. Now, now, let's, uh, let's talk about uh, the first thing in wrestling right now. And this is probably one of the stories with the most heat in a good way. It's white hot. Uh, Kofi Kingston. Kofi ran the gauntlet match this week, uh, beating Sheamus, beating Cesaro, getting Rowan disqualified himself. Then Samoa Joe comes out. He lost. He put Kofi back to sleep. Randy comes out. Kofi beats Randy. All right. Um... It's, uh, you know, fucking, it was a good match. Yeah. Kofi wins. The gauntlet was actually really good. Yeah. And then really Vince comes out and he says, congratulations, Kofi. You're going to WrestleMania if you can beat this one <laughs> last person. And Daniel Bryan comes out. And it was, I kind of knew Daniel Bryan was coming out because he came out earlier and he was in his trunks, but he had no match. And then all of a sudden he's out in this end of this match. And Daniel Bryan beats fucking uh, Kofi Kingston. And so no longer is Kofi Kingston going to WrestleMania and the big verbiage that's coming out about this. Okay. The huge verbiage is Vince McMahon hates black people. Right. And I, I, I one fucking look, look, I said, I'm going to lie. Hold I said on, it, hold but on. I didn't mean it in so, that way. I fucking hate this argument. Right. And I hate this argument because, um, the only thing that someone has to go on it is no black person has ever held the WWE title. That's what, that's the comment, right? But the rock has an asterisk is he's half. Okay. Well then Barack Barack Obama has an asterisk for being the first black president. I I agree with that as well. Okay, So I literally, I'm sitting there going, okay, if you're going to make an argument because there's no black title holder, but at the same time, Kofi's getting pushed to the moon right now. I'm not saying Kofi's going to win WrestleMania, but Kofi is the hottest thing in professional wrestling, and Vince McMahon is putting his personal stamp on it by being out there every fucking time. Is it annoying to me that this is taking so long to get to? Uh Uh-huh. But is it a Vince McMahon hates black people thing? Not to me. 
What about you, Smitty? I mean, honestly, overall, in the grand scheme of things. In the grand scheme, I don't think he hates black people. In the grand scheme, I don't think he sees the, his black superstars on the equivalent of his Caucasian superstars. I think he does see potential in Kofi, but I don't think he sees Kofi as a SmackDown top guy. I don't think just like just like guys like Booker T, like in Mark Henry. But I just had this argument earlier today. Um, Mark Henry and Booker T held the world title, like but the world title was at the time they held it was held below both the United States and the Intercontinental Championship at that point. How do you mean it was? Maybe the was IC, a, but how is it? I, for brand reasons, I can understand the IC, but how was it held beneath the U.S.? If you look at Mark Henry's title run, the U.S. title and the IC title both came on before both the uh, I mean, the U.S. I mean, the world title would come on before both the IC and the U.S. titles. Do they do that all the time now? They did that at Fastlane, dude. Saying, but you look at even when Booker T was holding the title, it was held as literally the mid card title of SmackDown. Unless it was, uh, oh, no, it was no, 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 no. I'm not, I'm I'd not say it was the top title not, on not SmackDown. In general, say not in general, but specifically more so when a black man held that title. Go back and watch those, watch when dude, those guys King, had runs. When King, King Booker was the man, I love King Booker. He was, dude. He was like at the top of every card, dude. He was the focus of every show. It's been a Rooney. He had Charmel and once, Finley once, yeah. and Regal and the King's Court and okay, is it the old King's Court? I mean, like the, at that point, I would say yes. The U.S. title was not below him. But that's, this, what I, that's what I just said. But the IC and the in the WWE Championship work. I, I don't think definitely. that's a race thing. I think that's just a Vince ego thing. Like, uh, well, well see, my WWE, my WWE titles are still more than any W. Okay, WCW but if that's title. the case, if that's Har-har. the WWE title, <laughs> well, I gotta do. I goes can't back, help it. Back, back to the whole WWE title thing. <laughs> Outside the Annoy Legacy, do you think Dwayne Johnson would have touched that title? Yeah. Despite his charisma, uh-huh. yeah, dude. Oh he, no, you—he was point, white you're, hot, dude. You're, you're, you're at this point now. You're go ahead. In that case, Kofi should have touched that title. To be touching the title, Kofi was never as over no. as the Rock, dude. Dude, no, 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 oh nine, no, oh nine, no, two thousand nine. You just blew when, your entire no, argument. No, no, if two thousand nine, his feud with Randy Orton. No, you think he could? No, if he touched that title, even if it was he just was, a month or two, dude, he was at no level that was anywhere near the Rock. I'm just, was he was he over enough to where if you gave him give him a win over Orton when he had the title in 09, do you think Kofi would have been able to run at least for a month or two with that title? Well, sure, if they booked it that way. And why do you think they didn't do it? It's not because Kofi is black; it's because Randy Orton has the lineage. Yeah, I think Randy Orton had something to do with that. And at that point, you said the lineage. You go back to my whole Rock argument. But the Rock, but the Rock was over not because of his lineage. Randy Orton was given spots because of his lineage. The same way Cena was given spots because of how much he was doing outside of the WWE. All right, it's not Randy and, Orton and, and I, Randy Orton himself had a lot to do with with Kofi being held back because he had, you know, the whole botch. He had, he had true threat. beef with he, he 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 went to the office about Kofi. What? No, no, two thousand nine. Like that's why the whole on. that's why the whole stupid thing is a thing. Because Kofi like botched a move in a match, and and a triple threat. Like Randy, like seriously went off script. Was like calling him stupid in the middle of the ring, and he was supposed to uh, kill him oh, with the punch. Like yeah. he 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 buried. He totally buried Kofi. He's supposed to kill him with the punt, but though he botched the punt spot, so he hit him with RKO as an improvisation. He called him stupid right before he. Yeah, him. and like that was Kofi's kind of one 
little brush w- brush with the top of the card, and never and since then he never came anywhere near then until now. That's ten years. I totally forgot about that. But at the same time, okay. remember when they, were, they had that almost yeah, like blood right. feud when like Kofi like uh, smashed up his car with a bat or something. Yeah, remember? and he hit that yeah. boom drop off the from the uh from the yeah. It was from, right, right, right during the, it was during that feud. I, I, me- I remember it now. Yeah, like I said, I remember it now. It t- took a second. I totally forgot just because of that little small minute detail of it. But like, look, it Randy Orton's lineage put him where he was. Plus, dude, I. I Joe hates him. You Joe, don't th- Joe, you don't Joe think- thinks he's boring as fuck. I don't hate Randy. Really? Oh, okay. I thought you. Well, you used to call him Blandy Borton. That doesn't mean I hate him. He huh. he lacks think, his charisma. I think Randy Orton is one of the better better in ring workers that have come across the WWE ring. You know, I think he's just really smooth in that ring and basically does a lot of things to perfection. Um, that being said, I agree. I don't think he's the most overly charismatic person. That's the lineage that helped him. The Rock. The Rock got himself over when people were when people were chanting "Die Rocky Die" because the WWE was trying to push him. They have a Roman pushing a mid card. That's fine, but it made everyone hate him. So he went heel when he came back from that injury. Joined the Nation of Domination. In that, definitely went to face because they, he just started getting so popular. The Rock got himself over with his catchphrases and his charisma. If it would have been another guy that was. If it was Kofi, would have done all of that stuff, the same thing that Rock was doing. Then Kofi would have got himself and over. Putting him in the nation helped bring him t- to fruition of like what he was too, because it was clear like he was like up here, and the rest of the nation was like nowhere near what he right. was as uh, far uh, as star once power. He, once he, I say you that, know, and that, he, the only legacy that really made him he stood out for the rest of them, which made him stand out. In general, even more, you know. What are you saying, Smitty? Was like that, but that also go back to that annoying legacy. Do you think if he didn't get over in the nation, that annoying legacy still want to put him somewhere in the top of the mid card? If you want to say it would have given him the top of the mid card, sure, I'll give you that. I'll also take that Kofi ran with the IC title quite a few times, featured on some of uh, a lot of WWE's uh, promotional stuff. I mean, he was on Night of Champions. It was him holding the IC title as far as the chair. Despite everything, Kofi's still a pretty well decorated no, also, uh, well, wrestler like, dude uh, don't get me wrong I'm like, he's got a Kofi, pretty good uh, resume uh, like, I, no, I love like Kofi Kingston is one of my favorite WWE guys he's a WWE built guy he's one of those guys that literally he, he, he did indies didn't he no actually no he did minor indies before he went to OVW for like three years I thought I th- I mean because he was pretty yeah. seasoned by the time he got here because if you remember Kofi like when Kofi first came to WWE they I mean because he, he could he, already he, work he, you know his middle, his last name was his middle name when he first came to WWE. What do you mean? Uh, when Kofi first came to WWE under the, EC, the WWE ECW brand, he went under his first name, his middle name, and they put Kingston at the, at the end of it. Which, say it, would you? Uh, so, fuck, I can't remember because <laughs> I, I had to look up his, the last name You last looked it week. up last week, yeah, it was kind of long. Yeah, and I just like, and I just, then I remember like, that sounds familiar, and I remember that was where he originally came on ECW for like the first three months. He was I don't ECW, remember. I, I don't remember that at all. I'll, I I, I only remember him being Kofi Kingston. I'm very even angry. from his vignettes, no. you know, being on the beach in in Jamaica, man. Right by the beach. They dropped it after like two or three months on the ECW ECW brand. God, I don't remember that at all. Like I said, even from his vignettes, I remember him just being Kofi Kingston. So, Smitty, are you so are you of in the ilk that Vince McMahon holds people down because of the color of their skin? I don't think he holds them down. I don't think he looks up in the same regard as 
And that would be holding people. him down. Now, it's, I don't think it's the same thing. I think it's like you see, you think this guy would do it, but you're not sure. You won't pull the trigger because because he's black. Yeah. I th- I think back in the day he definitely did. I think everybody did back in the day. That that was the I think he still was, does. That was the way the world worked, you know, not just the wrestling business, the every business, every part of the world. But this guy's a 70 something year old. Yeah, so he still has got that he's mentality a, he's, he's probably. He's a product of his generation. That's what that's why that's why I feel the way I feel about it. But I, I think he's not he doesn't want to pull the trigger on Kofi because he's a product of his era. <clears throat> I don't know if he if Vince like self-made, self-created, you know, from within the company, from the PC up, his own vision, like a, a Roman Reigns, John Cena-esque character, but he was he was black and it was Vince's, Vince's creation, Vince would push that guy to the moon. Or if, you know, there was a, a black guy that was over, like Stone Cold or The Rock or Becky, Vince wouldn't see it, it right now. In and this, in, in this current state, this today... He would not see black. He would see green. He would see money. Well, he does have a blueprint. He has a blueprint of what he wants. And that blueprint, you know, is a mile long. But sometimes there's just like these little things. And I'm not saying it's because he's black. But there's these little elements that he might be like, eh, I don't think he's really got it. Because like you said, if there was a a black stone cold fitting that bill, 100% champ. No problem. Well, but, even even if Kofi was white, he's not a uh, he's definitely not the body style or the type of wrestler that Vince usually, uh, you know, gets a boner about. My my thing with it is, and, I, and sorry, I just kicked something. I didn't realize it was down there. Um, my thing is Vin, I, exactly what Joe just said. I don't think Vince McMahon has ever seen the color of the person he's pushing. I think he's seen the money that comes from it. And back so in black the day, and green, pretty much. Not, not, no, not what I said at all. Just green. Yeah, just green is all he's seen. The bottom line is wrestling, for the most part, back in the early '80s, '70s, and stuff, was more territorial. With very, he had New York as the most diverse crowd. We'll give it right. Everything else was basically run through the South, Georgia. You know, yeah, a- anything yeah. NWA, anything territory related. That wasn't New York, Deep South, Mid South, Florida, you know. Right. So now, back in the day, right? That's all good old boy shit. So now, hold on. Let me finish. So, so basically, the people that were spending the most money obviously would not have spent on a black champion. Hell, saw how it looked when a lot of those guys had a black president, right? So, as as a company trying to make money, where you're trying to put your champion everywhere by having Someone that's just black without any type of the reason Iron Sheik was is well known for being the champion and, and Kolov and everything like they were heels from their fucking area, right? So people came there because they wanted to see their get their asses kicked. They never ran his faces. You know what? Too, um, I know even back in the day, like uh, I know Vince was always a big fan of it and had a, a real big soft spot for because uh, he worked. Around here and uh, uh, up in New York, uh, Bobo Brazil. I, I know Vince loved Bobo, Bobo Brazil. Was, but he was, wasn't he? He was a top commit Carter at best? No, Bobo was an exception to the rule. He was, there was a couple black guys from, from back, you know, in the, in the in the day. They were actually kind of- 70s, exce- 80s. There were exceptions to the rule. Bobo, uh, Ernie Ladd, JYD. 
I mean, these guys were were over. It they were over upper it, they, it didn't matter what color their skin was. They were they were over. They were fan favorites, even in the South. And JYD was super popular. In I the know South. Big, big John Ritter because I've followed his career since Stampede as a kid. Like I went back and watched his like Stampede. I think stuff. I think Vince just loves what he, what makes him money. At the end of the day, that being said, though here here is an, a a bit of an interesting stat. You know the uh, that great All Star class that uh, Jim Ross signed and uh, like Jim Cornette helped develop in OVW back in the yeah. day. You know Batista, Lesnar, Orton, Cena, <clears throat> Cena, Benjamin, Benjamin, all those guys. Minnesota, the Mi- Minnesota stretching, stretching cr- crew. That was like a nod to the Minnesota wrecking crew. crew. Yeah. yeah. Right. Anyway, the only guy out of that whole cl- uh, cl- uh, class that got signed that didn't get a title run and a significant top of the card push was Shelton Benjamin. Agreed. But again, but that could just be coincidence. And 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 it probably is. And I'll be very honest. Like, look, there's like Smitty, you're saying, but Junkyard Dog was just upper mid Carter. Yeah. But who is he going against? Who was fucking the top guy right at the time? Hogan warrior. Hogan. Say Hogan Warrior yeah, was Roberts. he bigger than them? No, he wasn't bigger than them. So, dude, then, but before so, he came to WWF, well, he, was, he, was, he was he was also on a, he was also on a level of guys that were on that upper mid card that you never put him with, like guys like Jake Roberts or Rick Rude. He was he, he but he was down south, you know, working for. Uh, he was up in Canada working Sam P with Bill, guys like uh, Brett and I am I am not saying I'm I'm not saying that. There are other guys that should. I mean, fuck, man. You can make the argument for many guys that haven't had a major major title run, Mister Perfect. You know, things like that. Like that people think that he is the most uh, screwed guy. Who, sh- if you had a yeah, him and Owen Hart, yeah, Bill Watts most- is who I'm. A- JYD was t- top of the card. Any territory he worked in was except, John Redder, except for WWF. And you can say that for a lot of guys, including Mr. Perfect. Mr. Perfect, Bubba Brazil was also one of the guys that was booked throughout the 70s and 80s. I mean, that's just the nature of WWF was just a bigger animal than all the other territories. So, yeah, they're going to take guys, black or white, that are the main event, the top guy from another territory, and they're not going to go in Hogan's territory and be at the top. You know, this, but this is also something they've been doing with all these indie signings they've been doing, like guys like Finn Balor, outside of AJ Styles. But that what what's that have to do with what we're talking right. about? Right, and th- and that's that's the thing. Like, and that and you're making my case really heavily by bringing in this other stuff. It's not so much that the person was black; it's so much that the person was not more over than the people who are at the top of the card. They didn't do anything to get themselves pushed. On that level. I'm not saying they weren't popular. I'm not saying they were bad wrestlers. I'm saying that the people who ran the titles, the major titles that had them for the long runs, are people that were get that dude. I, I understand that Hogan is kind of built by WWE, and I say kind of because Hulkamania no. technically started it before AWA. his yeah. yeah. So and but the WWE gave him the platform to Hulk, make it next. Na- Hogan helped them just as much as yeah. they helped yes, him. Yes, agreed. And that, and that's what I'm saying. Hogan so saying was Kobe's do- not a they, WWE built man. They couldn't have done that without him, and he couldn't have done that without them. That was a two-way thing. There. I'm saying Kofi right now, okay, has a chance to be that first-ever all-black WWE champion, right? And that's what everyone's talking about, and that's why this is coming. Vince McMahon hates black people. 
But if Kofi, say, I'm, I, I don't hate the joke, honestly, to be honest. I know, but I'm, but there's, but you're joking. A lot of people aren't, and that's what I'm talking about. The other people who aren't. So well, Kofi Kingston right now is white fucking hot, right? He is. If he takes that title at Mania, it's going to be a huge pop. But oh, yeah. what happens after he gets it? What is he doing differently? Because even in New Day, I mean, let's be very honest. The most, the realest thing Vince McMahon ever said to him was, you'll be a Hall of Famer with New Day, not by yourself. I can't even argue that because name something Kofi has done that deserves him in the Hall of Fame as a singles competitor. He five, had only three-time U.S. champions, a five-time Intercontinental champion, seven-time uh, tag team champion. Okay, and he uh, had uh, creative spots in Royal Rumbles and Money in the Bank. The greatest, right? And that's and what do you? That's what you remember him from. You don't remember those title runs. You don't remember his outside most, the New Day ones. His most significant title esque, or at least title shot esque run was the run in 09 with Orton. Right. You, and you don't remember his IC title runs as anything spectacular. And that you run don't remember his US title runs for his career. as anything spectacular. You love the New Day title runs because they're fun. They're awesome. But outside of right now, which is s- phenomenal, what Kofi is doing, the, the matches that he's putting on, what he's going on with these guys, he is undoubtedly doing some of the best wrestling, as s- singles or not, in his career. This is Since wonderful. Nine. But and, if Kofi doesn't years. do something outside of that, if he gets that title at WrestleMania, he's going to fucking fizzle out real quick. And then this whole fucking narrative is going to come back when it's really just as much about the fucking wrestler as it is about what Vince McMahon is going to do to you. And right now, Vince is giving his stamp of approval to Kofi Kingston. And it's not because he's not black. He's black enough. Finally, I can do that. Yeah, that's the that's yeah. the part. Vince is playing the, the okay, billionaire he, white elitist that's right. holding the black man down. That's the part he's but, playing on purpose to get Kofi over. This uh, whole thing... Has become went from organic to now it's being manufactured. I agree. Um, they're trying to literally. They're trying to like recreate Daniel, Daniel Bryan's, and it's you just can't do that, dude. You just can't do that. And the answer, and yeah. yes, the when he when he when he replaced Mustafa Ali in that first match, and it was it was just awesome, and it was it was it was beautiful. It was great. It was an organic moment, and the fan hype was real. And that first, like, yeah. Let's put a rocket under him right now, it, it, but now it's it's the way they've gone about it since then is like so so contrived. It's so forced. It's just so manufactured. It's so produced. It's they it's taking it. you out of the game, man. It's at least it is me. I don't you know not totally, but <clears throat> it's 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 taken what was really fun and cool to now. It's just like. Yeah, it's WWE again. And Joe, that was, like you said, a perfect segue into talking about this Kofi situation. But I was going to answer your question, bro. What, what, you said, what do they do after if he does win? Yeah. It's like, and part of it, like, part of it is fucks with this whole, like, putting Vincent Man inside this whole situation fucks up. It, it gives you something to work with, but it's something that WWE does not want to work with. Is what Kofi as champion use Vince keep putting obstacles in his way to lose the title? All right. But. It, Again, that's and then you're doing it even more. What's already annoying people now, right? Like that's this is the second gauntlet match, and you put him through more stuff. And everyone was like, like last week, I was like, I'm getting kind of burnt out on this. Like he needs to just finally be told you're in it, and something. And then it was taken away. It's like, look, you can only 
Uh, it's similar they just to the keep Ronda building walls yeah. in front of them. How many fucking times but are you going to pull you, this thing? Do, do you think the, the race card is another reason that people are so more so much more pissed about it now? I'm going to tell you this right now. Yes, 100%. I, I feel 100% positive that if he was, if he was another white guy, that we'd just be just as it would be just like watching Becky, and it wouldn't be as big of a fucking. And deal. those people that are getting that bent about this and don't realize that this is like a kayfabe storyline thing right. that's only. Well, see, that's why I Only say, I meant to get to get Kofi to make Kofi look better at the end of the day. Smitty, stop saying that. People that uh, don't realize that, I'm sorry, man. That's some straight up naivety. Yeah, you're being very naive and very ignorant if you think that this is like a serious race thing against Kofi. It may be built on paper on storyline to look that way, but that's what it is. It's a freaking story, yeah. man. This is a TV show. Get Smitty, over it, Smitty. Is it not still to suspend your disbelief, which is one thing we talk about WWE has a lack to do? I'm not going to argue that. It's it's good a suspension of disbelief, but at the same time, if it's not coming, in the right way, people, people are, are so getting so up in arms that, over this that's shit. Saying, that's ridiculous. This is becoming an actual thing where people are... The society can't handle anything anymore. Yeah, we're not oh, talking about that. Well, we're not talking about Snowflake America. It is kind of a... It does kind of point to that, though, because people are getting way too upset over a storyline on a TV show. If Nick. this were 15 years ago, people wouldn't be crying the race. Card. Exactly. That's what I'm. You know what I mean? That's what uh, I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say they would not be crying. Not nearly. But not as not bad. Like this. Not, yeah. as not bad. like this. That's that's what my last statement was going towards. What yeah. you just said. Um, Smitty, are you checking out of this Kofi story because of how it's going? I'm not checking Hell out. Hell no, Kofi. man. Say, I'm not checking out the Kofi story, <laughs> but I am annoyed. <laughs> I, I I am annoyed. <laughs> Why are you? Uh, what are you annoyed about? I'm annoyed with the fact, like, is I have bought into this, and I also, as a black man, watching this product for twenty plus years, and I'm seeing, I'm just seeing stuff I've seen my entire life, pretty much unfold in fiction, and I get the wrestling to get away from fiction for the most, lots of the part, and seeing reality put into fiction. At some point, it annoys me because it reminds me of stuff that I've gone through myself. It's remind me of things that people I know have gone through, and and you know the whole background between black people and mm-hmm. having to work ten percent, ten to one hundred percent harder than our white counterparts. Ten to one hundred percent harder. You mean one hundred and ten percent harder? <laughs> Let's go with that, <laughs> Nick. This uh, Kofi storyline with everything. How is how are you? And with this. Well, I mean, to be honest, it's a little annoying, you know, because it's like, like you were talking about, like, I'm, I, I want the payoff now. Fucking put him in the match. All right. We know you're going to end up putting him in the match mm-hmm. at, at some point. Okay. The gauntlet match should have been it. That should have been it. Should have been done. He fucking pinned Randy Orton in the end. Call it a day. You already fucking put him through the ringer by putting him in a match with the top stars on SmackDown. Yeah. For all intents and purposes. Literally, your top five. Yeah. And no matter how he beat him, he fucking beat him. Yeah. So let's call it a day. If you want to give him the title, give him the title at WrestleMania. If you don't, I'm cool with that. But let's move the fuck on. So here's the thing. As of right now, recording this, there are two episodes of SmackDown before WrestleMania. There's two more times that WWE could... You definitely know what's going to happen. At least there's definitely something for Kofi to get into it, you know, within the next few weeks. Right within this week, 
right? And then maybe a contract signing the week after or something. But it's like, I agree. It's just so long and drawn out that it's becoming annoying. Same reason Becky fizzled out. You know, like you went from you went from one of the most hyped up WrestleManias in the fucking world to now the only thing that has hype is Orton, Orton AJ <laughs> for nothing, <laughs> right? A nothing match, a meaningless match, right? Just because people want to see two of the better in ring workers go at it and probably steal the show. I don't. There's nothing to give a shit about, man. There's not. Seth and Brock, okay, Seth might take the title. Joe and Ray? Just announced out of nowhere. Like, And I like those guys, and I'm sure they can be a good match, but why would you not put Ray with Andrade at this point? Because, like, honestly, I think that's a better that's a better fit because those guys have already had proven chemistry with each other, and they've stolen show, pre-shows. I'm saying, and there needs far. to be a payoff there. They've been feuding and going back and forth with wins. I will say this, This makes though, no sense. I, actually, I will say this. If you want to make sure that U.S. title's on the main card, Joe versus Ray is a fucking match. You got to throw Andrade in there somewhere, if that's the case. Take Keep truth out Do of it. Do they? Because it sure seems like they're not going to. I don't understand why Andrade would have to be involved in this and why our truth would have to be involved in this. I'm not saying I'm just saying truth doesn't have to be involved, but Andrade because sorry. The the like he's like Joe just said, Andrade Ray is already proven money right now. But it's also happened a lot. I wouldn't mind seeing them do something for a title down the line. You know? But right now, currently, I Samoa Joe versus Ray Mysterio is the match of that that hasn't been a singles match yet. You know, I, I'm okay with that. I, it's not something I'm supremely excited but, but, about. I, people still want to see Andrade on that card. Where's the story? Cool. Where's but, the story there, though? Yeah, what, but that's what I'm saying. There's, there's no real build to it other than Ray announcing it, right? And that's the and that's, and back to where we're going with this is there's an entire WrestleMania card that had the possibility to be one of the greatest WrestleMania cards since 19, 17. I would. I think WrestleMania 17 is your fucking ultimate WrestleMania. I think it's one of the ultimate, but I think 19 was still a, a probably a really good one. And, I agree, but I'm know, talking. I about- think if you ask the masses and take the consent, uh, the 18. consensus will come back with 17. Yeah, but again, I'm and there. Let's look, dude. Dan O'Brien at WrestleMania 30, great ending. Seth Rollins cashing in, and making it a triple threat match at the WrestleMania 31. 31, great ending. You know, but that's and that's fine that there's these good endings, good moments, but. Builds to WrestleMania to make look. There's people that are gonna watch WrestleMania because they're gonna watch WrestleMania no matter what. Hi, us four, right? Even if we weren't doing this show, we'd eventually watch WrestleMania. Yeah, right. <laughs> because it's WrestleMania. There's people that watch the Super Bowl because it's the Super Bowl. Just because of who it doesn't matter who the teams are. They have tickets to go every fucking year because I want to be at the biggest fucking football game of the fucking year. Oh, I'm going for commercials. But I'm talking about people that go and stuff like that. I really, I don't even understand that at all, but that's a whole other story <laughs> for another day. But anyway, so that being said, the bottom line is for, as far as hype and build for this WrestleMania, dude. They WWE'd it. No, not, you, I, I fucking hate that term. Because if that's the case, then how did they WWE Austin Rock going into 17? Austin Rock going into 17 was one of the greatest fucking builds of anything. The fucking promo video for it, fucking everything. It was spectacular. The WWE has great ability to make things wonderful. The well, problem that's is that's what frustrates me the most right. about them. Uh, that's why I say the WWE because like they had the but they have the potential, they have the ability to do things. But over the last 
let's say it's, it's almost many, 20 years. Let me ask you a question, right? Just a quick question. Is everything that black people do bad? No. Okay. So if someone, all right, just started using terms that, well, they black person this. Nigga. No, no. Black, I'm literally saying black person because then a white person can say it. It's literally, if they say, well, they black person that. What do you mean? Well, they stole it. Just because of the bad shit? Like, and that's why I'm saying is it's dumb. It's dumb to use that type of term. They didn't WWE it. They overthought it. And they put more into it than needed to be. I was like, Mikey did it on a scorecard. 100% I'll take that one. I'll take a Mikey one because I've overthought every goddamn scorecard we've ever done. Including the one that got me the bread, the breaking down the ring, ring crew championship. This time, baby. But that's a goddamn midget stripper. I'm so mad at her. She hates me. She boos every time. Ah, fuck you, bitch. But that, and that's, that's what I'm saying. So when you were saying, you say WWE did, my first thought is, but... They've WWE Hogan and 17 and The Rock. No, and, and I, this. I understand what he means yeah. by that, though. But I, but I also get it, too. But what I'm so saying my, is when I say WWE, get I, out I of the mindset the of that. Decade, pretty much over the last damn near like 15, 20 I'm gonna, years. I, I got your back on this one. I know what you mean by that. I know exactly what you mean by that. They're too big for themselves. And when I mean WWE, like they they overthink it to the point where like you've, you've completely lost what yeah. WWE used to be. They overproduce it. They overscript it. They own your over manufacture it. They beat it to death, and they make you the fucking consumer not give a fuck about it. Somehow, don't know the exact way they got there, but that's where you end up. They bought out their competition. That's what the fuck happened. To be honest. They signed way too many people to the roster that they're not using at all. That that's that's not a good thing. Once again, to go back to buying out your competition. So anyway. Back to this, the WrestleMania build because of this with the Kofi stuff, with the Becky stuff, they have brought in they, what they have done in overdoing these storylines is they're killing the build for it to get a casual fan to stay in. I understand it. We've said it over and over again. Look, the ending is great, but it's not the ending I want. I don't want the ending. I want a journey. I want a good journey. I don't give a fuck if the person's going to win at the end of a movie. You know, I knew a fucking Darth Vader was going to be before the fucking prequels came out. Doesn't mean the fucking prequels of Star Wars were great movies. You know? Revenge of the Sith was. <laughs> it was good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'll agree with that. But those first two were horrid. People went and watched them because they wanted to watch a Star Wars movie. Yeah. They did box office numbers because it was a Star Wars movie. Star Wars this is going to do big numbers because it's WrestleMania. But the build to it is going to piss people off and alienate people. And it has. Look at their fucking ratings. Even now, their ratings are going back down. I, it's just... Yeah, you're right. Fuck WWE. <laughs> no, that's not true either because I fucking love it. Um... Are we still getting back in ROH and fucking New Japan? Like, I've been paying more attention. To let's that let's lately. talk a little bit about that, Joe Smitty. You guys obviously have you have you watched all the ROH stuff that happened? I've been watching bits and pieces. I watched on those things. I watched seventeenth uh, anniversary last weekend. Which, I watched uh, some of it, which, uh, like I said, our PW Scorecards brethren attended. Yeah, man. Uh, so talk about it. How did you feel? ROH, 17th anniversary. Obviously, some of the builds going into what's going to be happening at the G1 Supercard at Madison Square Garden. Definitely Saturday some before things before that happened there uh, has Have some definite it. implications on April 6th, the G1 Supercard at like MSG. Uh, well, first and foremost, 
Give me out. one. I'll be quick, Smitty. Uh, um, there was supposed to be um title tag title versus tag title match Winner at the Garden. All. Uh, the girl is a destiny. Tama Tonga and Tonga Leo uh, versus uh, the Briscoe Brothers IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team Championship belts versus Ring of Honor Tag Team Heavyweight Championship belts. However, at 17th anniversary, PCO, who is not human, and his tag team partner Brody King uh, defeated the Briscoe Brothers in what was an unbelievable match, to say the least. Were they, aren't they villain enterprises? Yeah, they are. Uh, but uh, Marty was not with them on that one. Marty had his own thing, and we'll, know. we'll have his own thing at uh, G1 Supercard. But so, yeah, I don't know how. So that's definitely going to change what was already booked at uh, G1 Supercard. Uh, I don't know what's going on there, but either way, I think it's going to be fun. And as I stated before, if you haven't seen PCO, you need to get you some PCO. Because <laughs> that guy <laughs> is fucking crazy. So was, was, also, a couple of days ago, uh, this is another thing that happened on the 16th uh, on Saturday. Um, uh, yeah, your, Enterprises. your message didn't make any sense. V- Villa Enterprises won the three-man tag ch- team championships from um, the kingdom. On the sixteenth. Okay, because that's not how your your text came off. Yeah, that's. I figured you already with the story. Keep going with the story. I figured you already. Well, and that that goes back into the whole um, how G one's ROH title match was changed because on ROH TV this week they announced that um, the ROH World Championship and that was through it is a three ladder match between Matt Taven, Marty Scurll, and uh, Ring Honor Champion mm-hmm. Jay Lethal. Which originally it was uh, set to be Jay Lethal versus Marty Skrull. I like I liked Marty Skrull put out a tweet quoting it, and he goes, "How does one learn how to fall off a ladder?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and and for that, like that was I, I posted something like that's what goes with Joe was talking about in, in our uh, message in our, in the message like because um I found out was the triple threat, and um, he told me about the tag match, and like he said my message made no sense, and like. Did you not catch the? I, I didn't get to say it, but no, because you you were you made it the way you wrote it out was like you made it sound like that the heavyweight championship ladder match was changed. You were like it changed from Jay Lethal to no. Originally it was one on one, Marty Scurll versus Lethal, right? And now it's changed to Jay Lethal. But you you made it sound like it it changed to like a six man tag or what? You, oh, so you, didn't, you just kind of comprehended what I put there. Wrong. Yeah, it was kind of just. So is this building up to be one of the better ROH New Japan shows that you, in recent memory there, uh, fucking uh, Joe? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, uh, another thing. Yeah, I, I think it is. Um, uh, another match that got booked at 17th anniversary for the MSG show is Dalton Castle versus Roosh, one of ROH's uh, new signees, who is, uh, I believe, the actual uh, founder of the Los Cinco Bernables. Uh, in Mexico, not Japan. The Mexico, the AAA, yeah. With uh, you know, who was obviously associated with Andrade and uh, Naito when he was on excursion there. Yeah. So, uh, and he's a. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen much of him. He's he's gonna be. He's got star power potential. Uh, this this Roosh guy. Uh, Roosh. So, but he's uh really good. He had a match against Bandito uh, at ROH 17th anniversary. You've seen What's Bandito it? at All In. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a really good match. Yeah, Bandito's also kind of semi-contracted uh, Impact as well right now. 
I didn't know that. Uh, probably see Bandito. Not probably. I, I mean, we'll see Bandito one way or another at uh, the MSG show. Um, see, because I, yeah, I am excited for this, and I'll tell you why. Because uh, Ring of Honor, the landscape of their roster has changed incredibly uh, in a very short amount of time. We have a caller. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, on the phone right now, the one, the only, Des from Pro Wrestling Scorecards. How are you, love? I'm good. She's up, Beach. She. Hey. <laughs> uh, don't. Hey, that's your opponent, Nick. You have to be mean to her the whole time. Hang up the fucking phone. <laughs> I'll be his Paul Heyman. What's up, bitch? <laughs> uh, so, Des, who all went to it? It was you, Daniel, Jesse went? Jesse only went um, the second night for the TV taping. Oh, no, sorry. I forgot. He did go to both. <laughs> That's Listen, menopause kicking in. He's so memorable, he's forgettable. Right <laughs> yeah, no one really likes Jess. <laughs> <laughs> and just, talk some shit from, just talk some shit from Nick over here. There's a little bit of menopause kicking in as well. Um, so how how were uh, the shows? They were a lot of fun. Um, I haven't watched the the regular shows lately, so I haven't really kept up on what's going on, but they're really good. The Jay Lethal match against Matt Taven was amazing, but I had to pee halfway through and I didn't want to leave because I didn't want to in- miss the ending. And then it fucking ended in a time limit draw. The, yeah, I was that pissed. I was so angry. Fucking classic. That match was great. I was watching that match and I, you know, I was uh-huh. like, God, how long is this match going? Because they were doing so many big false finishes, and I was like, What is it going to take? And I, and I, I, I was like. How long is this freaking thing? And then the announcers, and I know you couldn't hear that live, obviously, but the announcers started commenting on it, like, how far are we into this thing? And I was like, oh, I know what they're doing here. <laughs> they they did like an old NWA-style, old-school, 60-minute Broadway, dude. And it was freaking sweet. Is this, and this All is what... Willie Mack did one of those a couple months ago. T- Taven and Lethal, it was, it was awesome. Right, but is this what got... this? So this is what got Taven into... Taven into the triple yeah, ladder match. It, it was a great match. Yeah. They went an hour? They went an they hour, went an bro. Hour. And I mean a hard hour. Wow. Not I, like a headlock, wrist lock hour. Yeah. I mean a big bumping... They were high spots. Like, holy oh shit! Hour. Des, was this the ma- Was that match yeah. the one that, uh, regardless of how much you had to pee, was it the match of the evening to you? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm not gonna. I watched it because his post, and I went. I went looking for it for like 20 minutes when I finally found a full match. And like the match, like when I found it, it was like 62 some, like 64 something on minute wise, and like. Okay, this I gotta make sure I'm not drunk watching this. Now I want to ask you, Des, <laughs> about, about the um. I was the, drunk watching. It was <laughs> still sweet. And I, I, I it was it was so awesome. I still remembered most of it and everything. <laughs> being being there, being at an ROH show. Obviously, you've been to some of the WWE shows. Like you guys were at Royal Rumble and everything. Did how was the feel for this one o- over being at a WWE major show? Well. I mean, ROH is at Samstown Live, and it's a pretty small venue, so everything feels more close and intimate. But um, it's I like the ROH shows a lot more. They're fun. You throw the streamers, and you try to get it into the ring <laughs> and not accidentally hit people. Um, and But, I mean, I ate for Bruce, the Bruce, Bruce shows are fun, too. Now, being there... 
And was it something that when you guys went, obviously the majority of you guys all went because Mario's bitching in the fucking video chat that he was there as well. <laughs> apparently he wants to feel like he's a yeah, part of something. He, <laughs> he could be part of this ass whooping at WrestleMania weekend. Damn. Smitty dropping the fucking Shoot, huh? Um, As obviously going there and everything <laughs> like that, the what, was it better with the entire crew? Because I know we went to NXT. It was just it was a lot more fun because of being with the group, not just because of how good the show was. Yeah, it's always fun when you have a bunch of people that go with you. Um, Danny's sister and her husband went on the TV taping nights, and that's fun too. But Mario is always fun to sit next to because he yells a bunch of crazy shit at people. God, definitely sit next to me. <laughs> so, what was he yelling then? Now I gotta know. <clears throat> Uh, I don't even remember. It's just a bunch of dumb things. I don't know. <laughs> I have a horrible memory. <laughs> you remember you're married, right? Yes. Okay. That I do know. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> I want to make sure you weren't forgetting about Daniel because that's my friend. And I, I like, we're friends. We're... <laughs> they touch tips when you're not looking. <laughs> Mario said Smitty's the reason he doesn't want Kofi to win. <laughs> you also have to suck his dick and I, I said give me a microscope <laughs> <laughs> oh geez um, so taking away from this did it make you much more excited for the G1 Supercard than you were before, or are you still at the same level um, well I've always been excited for it we went to the the New Japan show when they were in San Francisco oh, the that's G1 awesome. Climax that's great. And that was a lot of fun. So well, I'm Kenny excited won to go I'm to officially jealous of you on that one. Me too. Kenny won initial <laughs> US championship that at that one. Mm-hmm. So that being said, do you feel more confident going into this and making your picks for the Ring of Honor G, uh, New Japan Supercard against us? Or do you think that Nick's just gonna beat your ass again? Again. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I did really well on my New Japan Cup bracket, mm-hmm. so I feel pretty confident. But I, I know that I'm a transitional champion. I know I'm not gonna succeed. Well, I'm gonna be winging <laughs> it to be honest on the G1 card. So most of know. the people are gonna be most of these guys are gonna be winging on the G1 because they're gonna be coming off of me and Joe, not me, bitch. Joe, uh, <laughs> you said you have a question for Des. Oh no, I was saying I I wish we had felt one done one of those uh, New Japan oh. Cup brackets. That would have been fun. Once again, that would have been mean. That would have been a sweet me and you. And yeah, you that would not been, be champion right now. Yeah, that would have been a me and you thing for sure. I'll be honest. I saw that get posted about the day of, and I think it was like right. When did it start? Well, it's it's not it like two weeks. Yeah, it's like ago, a two week, two three week, two, three week tournament. Yeah, and I was getting prepped for all. And St. the winner of the whole thing challenges uh, at um for the white. for the IWGP Heavyweight Title at MSG. Um, and won, yeah. so, who is that? The winner is not. The winner. The it's, winner it's not yet determined. Twenty eighth. When we know the winner. Okay, so it's, it's it's the tournament's still ongoing. It's still ongoing. The winner will be determined by the twenty eighth. It's been some great matches in it too. Who, Jay De- White's the title holder, right? Yeah, Jay White's yeah. correct. IWGP. Yeah. So whoever wins this New Japan Cup will face him. At April sex. April six. April sex. April sex. She's married. April six. New York. MSG G1 Supercard. I was uh, on April 6th. What's her name? Where, where does she live? Uh, I don't know. She's O'Neill and she's hanging out with a bunch of turtles in her apartment in Darrr. New York. 
Do they <laughs> <that's laughs> the <only bitch>. <laughs> like little turtle dicks do the same thing as their turtle heads? Like I don't know. Go in and out of their shell? Des, <laughs> I want to ask. Is, <laughs> she's not like a lonely <laughs> bitch. I'm pretty sure I can get in. <laughs> <laughs> who is you? <laughs> Who is your favorite to, or who do you want to win the New Japan Cup? <laughs> if I was looking at the bracket, oh, like man, I had Kota Ibushi winning, um, but now he's out, so I don't, I don't know. Well, of the know. people that are left in, <laughs> ooh, I was just looking at this bracket earlier. Honestly, I haven't checked up on my bracket, so I don't <laughs> know who's still left. Well, it's all right, but you know that. Uh, you're gonna lose. So. <laughs> I really think it's yeah. possibly Naito. Actually, <laughs> you think Naito? Possibly. Naito still got some like hot behind him, and even though they're trying to run him as a as a heel, he's still also over in Japan. He's a baby face. Oh yeah, he's so over. It's yeah. like what Bullet Club eventually became a being was. They were just so over. They were regardless of all the heel stuff they were doing, they were face. Becky Lynch was again like the funny thing is like Bullet Club's back to being heel since Jay White's been at the helm. No, oh, yeah, I agree. Um, but we'll get away from that. So, Des, overall, is this one of your better experiences at a wrestling show? Or would you say you've had a better experience at another one, even if it's just a plain indie one? Um, well, we were at the WrestleMania 31 when Seth cashed in the Money in the Bank. You were fucking there? Yeah, so I was super excited about that. That was amazing. Um, but it's one of the better experiences that we've had. There's nothing like WrestleMania because I was at 23. Yeah, same. I was at 23. I was at uh, 23 and 18. Nice, dude. Yeah, oh, we, you were at Rock versus Yeah, oh, yeah, we, versus yeah we drove. Man. We drove to man. Toronto, dude. Wow. I'm telling you what, man. You could feel the electricity. You could feel the Hulkamania running through your veins, brother. I'm not kidding you. I watched. It was an actual feeling. I watched. I was it like, live. I get it. We were looking at each other like, dude, it's real. Like, I can fucking feel the Hulkamania. We were hulking up and shit. It was awesome. Me and my cousins. <laughs> it was great. Put, me and 12 of my cousins put like $10 a piece to try to go buy <laughs> WrestleMania. We all bought pizza and stuff like that. It was 12 of us. So we had like $120. So we bought pizza and pop and bought WrestleMania 18. That's and awesome. it was awesome. That that's great. That's spectacular. That's exactly what it should be. That's the type of feeling that you should have. Uh, Des, do you think that this WrestleMania? Because obviously you guys are going. Um, are you thinking that this WrestleMania is going to be just as special as that, or are you looking more forward to being at the G One Supercard? I'm way more excited about being at the G One Supercard, and then we're also going to. Uh, <laughs> Oh yeah, we're also going to the penis party. Joey Ryan's Sweet. penis party. Penis <laughs> party. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Is is Priscilla yeah. Kelly going to be there? Who the she fuck gonna... just screamed? That hurt. <laughs> Sorry, that was. Bad. Is Priscilla <laughs> Kelly going to be there? <laughs> well, all her vomiting on she penis. Puke on something? Yeah, or... I think she's supposed to be there. She gonna throw up on her. something or pull something out of one of her orifices? They're, they're killing wrestling, man. <laughs> no, she's made wrestling more interesting. Right, yeah, fuck it's, her. It's fucking fuck, 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 fuck the critics. Um. Now, is that the excitement for the G1 Supercard more for that because of what WWE is doing to the current storylines right now? Or is it just you've always been more excited for this G1 Supercard? Well, it's just because I'm not interested in WWE product right now at all. Right there with you. Yeah, I haven't been watching. I decided to boycott them, and that's why we don't have cable TV anymore. (laughs) (laughs) 
Holy shit. You're a woman after my own heart. Over it. She's married. I know, but I've been hating on (laughs) WWE for a while now. So I, I, I'm getting you. You guys picking up what you're putting down. You guys dropped cable because you didn't want to watch WWE anymore. They suck, man. Well, yeah, I we don't watch, we don't have cable for live cable for anything else. We use Hulu and Netflix for all our other shows. Oh, you're like me. We had Sling TV was for wrestling. That's that's exactly what I do. I guess you could watch it on Hulu if you so gave a fuck. Yeah, but we haven't been keeping up on the Hulu version either. <laughs> I just, I'm over it. That's really the shrunk down version. Now. They're like, nope, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, that hour yeah. 50, the hour 30. That no wonder why they're losing on their scorecards. Yeah, not man, even watching. haven't even watching this show. No yeah, we haven't been watching it Oh <laughs> my at God. all. And, and yet, didn't, did Daniel still come in second place uh, for um, Fastlane? Um, did you come in second place for best night? Tell my friend I said hi. <laughs> like he says hi. He said, tell my friend I said hi. He says hi. He has, <laughs> he came in last place, he said. Yeah. He well, are playing Pudgy right now. Are you guys, do you guys still at least watch the pay-per-views? Yeah, well, they yeah, have to have for, the for the fucking score. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you can read the results online just as easily. I mean, you don't really have to watch if you really didn't want to. Well, I don't think anybody really counts how many aerial moves and stuff like that there are. I haven't seen that, at least. Um, but the last pay-per-view during Fastlane, I was in a Benadryl coma. So <laughs> I wasn't really paying attention. Why were you in a Benadryl coma? Did you have the flu? I Yeah, I've been sick off and on all all year well you feel better because we want you at full health when nick whips your ass wrestlemania weekend (laughs) like i turn bitch (laughs) notice how she mentioned aerial moves because she put like 45 for that one match (laughs) at the royal rumble yeah yeah i definitely rethought my strategy now i have to think how many minutes there is going to be in the match i bet you there's some mark site out there that that keeps track of every fucking stat for everything i'm sure there is there's gotta Probably. be. You would you would think. I mean, if not, there's definitely somebody in Las Vegas doing it every. Yeah, I mean, dude. Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's That's gotta true. be. <laughs> so, I bet you could do the whole PW scorecards thing without ever watching the product ever. If you really wanted to, <laughs> <laughs> you could find some source that would track every maneuver, every little stat. Oh, that would that would be wonderful for you guys. Cause then you would never. Have, yeah, you could do live scoring as you're getting it. <laughs> Um. All right, Des. Thank you so much for calling in. Uh, pleasure talking to you as yeah. always. Because yep. it's usually Daniel that calls in, so I love when it's a different person from you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Means Daniel, you so we fun. need more people. Dan- Daniel and Jesse are playing PUBG right now. They're playing uh, their massive multiplayer online role playing game. Oh, fuck, my phone's about to die. And Smitty's phone's about to die. Playing your massive online role playing game. <laughs> so Des, it's, thank you. It's <laughs> like Fortnite. Yeah. Yeah, and it's but it was yeah. first. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and it's not cartoony. No, not at all. All right, Des, thank you so much for calling in. Pleasure talking to you, love, and we'll definitely really. talk to you yeah. real soon. <laughs> Sounds good. Bye. <laughs> Bye. My phone died. Why not I find a car for this damn thing? What? Your phone's dead? Yeah. Well, that sucks. I mean, somebody give me a ride. <laughs> you can just charge your phone. You have an iPhone charger here? Yeah, I got one in my car, but we'll go on from that. Uh, so 
Let's talk a little bit. Obviously, we've been talking a lot about SmackDown with the Kofi stuff. Let's talk about some of the things that happened on Raw, including a lot of Drew McIntyre. Drew got a lot of fucking time. He opened the show and he closed the show. You know, sure, Seth Rollins was a part of that, you know, with the opening and everything and the closing, but it was a lot of heavy focus on Drew. Paul Heyman putting him over heavy in his promo. Drew coming out saying thank you. He appreciates that people are talking about him uh, in such a positive light. And then the fucking promo that he cut. And he also went over. Yeah, and he won at the end of it. Uh, It's kind of looking like Roman versus Drew at Mania might be the match. It's going to be a match. And the way I think WWE is going to do it is not the way they should do it. What do you mean? Um... I, the way I think they should do, I think they should do thing that like build interest and keep Drew relevant is have him. Is not because I don't like Roman. I think they to build him as the heel. Have him if actually beat all three members of the Shield simultaneously, and win it over Roman at at Mania makes him a legitimate top heel. Wait, okay, so. He beat Dean, right? Yeah, he beat Dean. He beat Dean. He just beat Seth. Yeah. So you're saying that he should beat Roman at Mania to make him the top heel? Yes. Okay, I'm agreeing with that. And it's like, but I was trying to figure out what you meant by simultaneously. Like that means at the same time. So you should be a one on three sequence. In sequence. Okay. Okay. Sequentially. 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 So, um, but also, bro, you have such a good vocabulary. Eh, I have a big word for a black guy. (laughs) Sequentially. Thanks, Vince. Especially when you said <laughs> specifically earlier, I was like, "Yeah, the ocean." Uh, so but the way the way I, I think Mania should end, like, because I want the way I think Roman should be booked is a tweener, not as a face or a heel. What? Uh, wait, 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 I think wait, that was about that, Mania. Okay. You could have done that before. You could have done that before cancer, this. not post cancer. Yeah, you can because you can put you, 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 you can put this whole survivor thing as a heel. Have you even watched wrestling before, bro? Dude, what? Roman, what? He is super face right now, man. Well, once again, the twist of him going heel and pulling a survivor gimmick, who sees that coming? Why? Okay. okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. on, on. If they didn't pull the trigger on that before, what makes you think they would do that now? Once again, I said, this is WWE booking. This is the way I would do it. Okay, so why, why, and I'm, no, I'm not saying that you can't finish because this, my question is going along with what you're saying. Why would you do that? What, what would be the point of making Roman an in between guy rather than being the, especially now when he's actually got a chance to be a baby face, a baby face that people actually like? Because people expect, WWE to book him back to that top baby face at one point or another. So you you just want to see it for the swerve? To a certain degree. And let me tell you how I will book this. How I will book it. Okay. Roman loses to McIntyre at Mania. Okay. Seth wins at Mania. Roman like Roman comes out in a fit of jealousy to a certain degree. And the post-Mania, it's like, this is how it feels to have your moment stolen. Like Seth did to him at Mania yes. 31. Okay. And so far, this is actually a decent booking. I'm real. I'm not even angry about this because it plays into a lot of things. Because it goes to a lot of things. Yeah. And at that point, set the legitimized Seth's run, even if you want to make it short, he beats Roman. And from there, you could transition Roman to a tweener. 
not exactly a face or a heel using this whole I'm a survivor gimmick. Can I be honest with you, though? As decent as that sounds, like I'm not even knocking that booking. Once again, I said this no, 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 no. But I'm telling you, what I'm saying is, is that's decent booking, right? I'm not saying that this is a dumb thing, dumb way to do it because you're saying this is what I want. Here's how I would book it. The problem with that is there is no way any fan's going to boo Roman just about to say anything right now. It's going to be really hard that you're going to do the Roman to get boos right now. You're going to do that whole Becky thing where you're trying to make it heal. Thank you. Just confuse. Is going to get the boos. You would just confuse the shit out of the fans, dude. One thing is like, I'm not saying feed Roman as fodder. Keep Drew McIntyre to no one. No one said you said that. I need a drink. I need a drink. But that's what I was like. I'm not saying you have Roman and Seth one on one. I'm saying you have keep Drew McIntyre relevant in the title picture. Keep Drew McIntyre relevant in the title picture as the person who's beat all three members of the Shield. <laughs> so keep him relevant as a mem- like as somebody who's like beat I all think members of the Shield. That that does sound like a good idea, and it would be fun in like a different time. But also, like I the- think right now, it just confused the shit out of fans, dude. Fans would be like. With a what the fuck look on their face, once, it'd be like once again. What? It's also it'd be like it would be like right. when Undertaker you got you beat. Have to, you have to that's what they'd be correctly. looking at. That's the look on people's faces. <laughs> they'd be like, but also like if you what? Like, it's like, but this is also a way to get Roman. Like if you want to get Roman that super baby face like type thing. When and that triple or if you do a triple, eventually you have like Seth so you, beat Roman. Like, listen, Seth beat Roman, and when you finally get a one on one, McIntyre beat Seth, mm-hmm. or in the triple threat. And at that point, Roman's over enough to where Roman beats McIntyre for the title. And you have the babyface Roman you want. I feel like you if the minute you go to swapping <clears throat> Roman out of pure babyface is you just – that's when the fans will go back to what the fans have always been doing. Oh, now you want us to cheer him again? Once again, it's all, that also comes to the part of how WWE will try to book this type of deal. I'm telling you, as a fan who would watch it, even if it was booked the way you said, which I said was decent booking, right? I'm, I'm not. I didn't knock anything that you said. I'm not. It all plays well into the past and everything like that. But I would still not boo Roman Reigns. Next, your sentimental father. No, it's no. I think I think there would be like, I think fans would literally like as fans feel guilty about booing yeah. him. The man just just got into remission from leukemia, and they just pulled him because we just had this conversation a couple. No weeks one ago is going to boo a person that is in recovery from cancer. Yeah. Nobody, not even the biggest piece of shit you know. Unless <laughs> they may <laughs> no, they may they may talk shit behind closed doors, but sitting in an open stadium with the public, they're not going to boo. Trust me. Boom. That's they'll be quiet. They won't boo it. Right. Uh, Nick, what did you with the whole push of Drew McIntyre? Were you something different on Raw? Were you excited about it? Is it? No, I mean it's 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 due. I saw possible. I, I think that um, we're going to see that Roman Drew fight at WrestleMania. It's inevitable, even though Roman's been kind of pulled off of TV lately and for whatever. It's a health reason you know, pulled off. I think they just want to limit his schedule for right now to make yeah. sure that he's good to go for real, you know? Mm-hmm. For a big mania moment. Well, yeah. You know. You don't, that's why I said my, my scenario is all 
it's all fiction. I, I'm no doctor, but I'm guessing you don't just like come back from, you know, a, a leukemia stint, even though you're cleared. I, I'm guessing they're they're gonna want to ease him back into things right. rather than just get the fuck out there and go full time. You know, which is why there was a six man tag match right. that he was involved in. Exactly. That he didn't do much. Yeah, he only had like four minutes throughout the whole match. Yeah, take. And that's fine. I mean, there, he's still got a lot of. <laughs> And yeah. th- from a medical stamp, that's smart. So I th- what what they're doing, how they're handling him, is fine with with me. One hundred percent. Is so the whole. Are you wanting to see Drew McIntyre go over? Or would you rather see Roman go over? Even knowing the past and everything like that, is this Roman deserves a win or Roman should put Drew over? I think he should put Drew over. I think it's too soon for Roman still to. If you're not going to put him into a full time schedule, which. I don't think would be the right thing to do because of where he's been over the last five months. Mm-hmm. Let Drew do it. Drew will take it and he'll run with it. And he's a really good heel right now. Yeah. He's really over as a heel and he can just keep on running with that. And, you know, it goes back to my end all be all. Seth loses the, like Seth takes the title, loses to Drew. And when Rome is over enough and healthy enough, they go put the title on Rome. I can see Seth and Drew at SummerSlam. I, I, I just money though. in the bank. Actually, I disagree with you guys. Though, I you think Roman should go over? I, yeah, <clears throat> I, I think he will. Just because oh, he's got to go over. I don't think he's, yeah, it's he should because it's a feel good moment for yeah. WrestleMania. It's true. You, WrestleMania is not. You don't usually send. You want most of your storylines to kind of end up with a happy ending with WrestleMania. They all can't be that way, but with Roman Reigns and what he just went through, I think. The idea, the best idea would to be to give fans a happy ending payoff at the biggest show of the year, mm-hmm. especially fresh off a leukemia comeback. Because um, Drew is the guy, I think, moving forward, just not this year. So he can take a loss this year. They got a whole year to do whatever they want with him to make him strong. And a loss to Drew at me. Make him a strong face, make him a strong heel, make him whatever they want to be. And a loss. To Roman Reigns coming back from leukemia as a Superman-esque character is not going to hurt Drew McIntyre in the least at all. Will it it help Roman? Yes. Yes. No, I don't think it helps Roman. Because because of past history. It it would not. That match, honestly, that's not even about helping Roman or Drew, honestly. I think that's about helping the fans and the kids and the Make-A-Wish patients. Yeah. it's not even at this point. It's bigger than all that. It's yeah, that's it's, a good point. It's not about helping Drew. It's not about helping Roman. It's about giving the kids a hero, and, and Roman is that hero right now. And you can make Drew look really strong in this match. Yes, you don't and, have to go over Ro- to beat. You, get yeah, over. you don't have to make Drew look like <clears throat> shit to make Roman. As a matter of fact, you can make Drew look like a badass, you know, and just kick the crap out of Roman. And Roman win this thing, and they both look fucking. So I've seen the 09 match. Because Drew looks like a badass. Roman beats up the, or barely pulls out a victory, however it ends up over the badass. Comes out looking like a hero. They both look like a million bucks. Everybody wins. The company wins. Drew wins. Roman wins. The fans wins. Everybody wins. Yeah, that's a good point. And I completely agree with you. Uh, I, <laughs> Roman's going to go over. And I, mean, I believe Roman's going over, and it's 100%. and I don't, but I also don't think that Drew should go over. 
I think that Drew taking a loss right here in that situation, because it's of the, the right situation it is, not just the right thing to do, it's not going to hurt him. And that's all that, that matters. Yeah, I said that. You know? I, yeah. Yeah. Agre- I 120% it's not, agree Drew with Drew. Drew is What's the guy. It? Drew is a guy. Just not later. this year. He's the guy next year, I believe. I, I think I'm a little more educated on it now. <laughs> I, and I, I feel I, like I, 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 no, honestly, I actually feel like like Drew beating the shield in succession, it solidifies him more than him going ahead and beating the other two and then losing at Mania at the biggest stage. But he's already he's beat Roman. He's beat Seth. I mean, he's beat Dean. He's beat Seth. He demolished Roman on the outside. He's going to be just as strong in this match. But Roman's a survivor. So and literally, that's, no, yeah. that's, what, that's what I said. Literally, the whole, the whole tweener half half heel gimmick would work for him. I, Not right now, though, again, man. I think that yes, it would. <laughs> I think this is the best time of, to do it. No, I think it's not. I think your booking of it was great. I just the problem is I the timing no is getting, wrong. The timing is wrong, and no one would buy it. No one. And I don't think Once that again, his, you pull the trigger while something is white hot. Don't wait on something on something on certain things. You don't need to wait. Roman, what? Roman's not. Roman's heel run isn't white hot. Joe, can I have a beer? He's not a heel. I got that's it. my point. But th- that's what I'm saying. Like, I said, give him a tweener heel. Okay, at first I said heel, but I want to give him a tweener heelish type deal. I, I, again, that's dumb. The booking of it was decent, but it's a dumb idea, and it, it'll never fly. This right now, it couldn't fly for a year. Yeah. Let's agree to disagree on this one because, like, I really, actually, my standpoint is I'm looking at things from a wrestling fan, from from a standpoint of not being so sentimental to him being like, like, you're looking at it as how you would do something, what you would do, what you want. The problem is it's a company that's built around a strong majority of human beings that aren't you. Well, and that's kind of how I was thinking about it at first, too, not considering the cancer thing, just considering what it is. But when you put it in a in a bigger perspective, the way Joe did from top to bottom, it wouldn't make any sense for for um, Drew to go over at Mania. It really wouldn't. Like you guys said, he could beat the fuck out of Roman, yeah, and lose, and everybody wins. You know what I mean? Like thinking about that bigger picture, it's and, just you know, so my biggest problem with that you know, is my biggest problem with that is. This is the way you've always tried to book Roman at this point. Yeah. And you're going back to the same old blueprint. No, you're not. Yes, you are. The only difference is, oh, now we have the fact that he survived cancer for the second time. Well, that's kind of a big thing. Okay, hold on, dude. Hold on. The booking of Roman before is a forced booking. Is a booking that people, majority of people did not want. There's a reason. I'm a big part of that. More than didn't want. Rejected. Right. And that was the problem. Now, what you're saying is to do exactly what they've been doing, but the opposite way. People don't want to boo Roman now, but you're telling me that the WWE should force people to boo Roman, even I'm though not the WWE forced to. Dude, boo if you try, you are make, though. Yeah, that's exactly what you're, you're saying. You're booking this program into no. a position to what? That's force what the no, fans no, no, to no, no, boo. No, no, no. I'm like, no. If you want to get, if you still want to get this whole sympathy for Roman thing. Have him lose to McIntyre. And at this point, you have feeling for Roman Reigns. And use that feeling that same night. So to you're turn saying on you're saying that to make people feel bad for Roman in sympathy. He, he loses clean to, in the middle of the ring he, and then 
and then gets up off the mat and, and jumps Drew McIntyre from behind. Not Drew. To get sympathy. Seth the next day. Yes. To get well, sympathy. Not to get sympathy. So you get sympathy, you use the sympathy to heat. You're missing what I'm saying. No, no. I, I got what you're saying. And your original booking of this was making Roman a heel. And I said it was good booking for a heel. It's not for any type of adulation towards him. Was he in like, Why would a lot any... of big words tonight. Adulation. <laughs> and... Why would anybody cheer the guy who lost, got upset about losing, and then said, but I survived cancer, so I deserve this? Was There's he no a... sympathy there. Use no, he, he's saying short term sympathy for long term heat. I get what he's saying, pretty there. much. Oh, okay, well, no. like overnight sympathy for like, well, a six bad. month uh reign of no pun intended heat. <laughs> 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 All right, let's move on from that. Uh, I got what you're, but I still don't agree yeah. with you. I, 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 I get, get what you're saying now, I get what you're I, saying, but I don't agree with it. Still. Joe has been the voice of reason tonight. That's rare. I, don't, I, don't depend on that for the long term. I'm right? not. Also, or, I, I've, or, been lo- I've been pretty logical tonight, too. So Yeah, that's fucking crazy. We agreed with stuff with you did. Um, how about let's move on to something else that happened on Raw that made everyone and their fucking mother go, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, and if this really was, happens, I fucking quit. Dude. And that is. I, I'm with Des. It, Kurt I, I quit. Ang- I'm fucking, yeah. I quit. Kurt Angle I'm announcing. Done. That his final opponent for his final match at WrestleMania is going to be Baron Corbin. Sharon. <laughs> and it, I'm serious, dude. If that really doesn't have a payoff, I'm fucking done. I'm, fu- I'm done. Now, granted, the if comment- that's really what it is, if with no swerve and like Corbin goes over clean over anglers, I will. Fu- I will fucking be. I don't care how old I am. I'm an old man. I will still get fucking fuming at that, like some little teenage mark. That will piss me off beyond belief. All right, I will, I will be like Des. I will boycott the WWE for, I don't know how long, like a fucking night, a couple of days or something. I don't know. I got raw after Mania. I'm gonna go on the internet like some fucking smart, you know, right after and. He's gonna be icy to IWC. I'm gonna watch Raw the next day for like four weeks. Okay, so obviously, bitch some more. Stop. So obviously, no one here is a fan of this. Nick, do you think they're actually going to run with this? Unfortunately, because I saw some rumors earlier that day or maybe the day before that it was going to be Shelton Benjamin. And I was like, well, that's just the dumbest fucking shit I ever heard. Then they did that with Baron Corbin. So then I was like, well, so, I mean, even Kurt Angle went on his Twitter and he said he made mention like, you know, I know this might not be what the fans want, but I'm going to make sure Baron taps or whatever the fuck it was that mm-hmm. he said. I'd like to see Angle and Shelton Benjamin about a thousand times more than also I'd like to see Angle I... and Sharon <laughs> fucking Slorbin. <laughs> fuck that ass. I like, how he, I like how the nickname went from what we called Shayna Baszler to now just what we call Baron Corbin. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's, he was always Baron Corbin. She was Sharon Corbin because they looked alike. And now that he's Shana, just... Shana, Shana Baszler. <laughs> But now the more I look at him, he looks more like a Sharon every time I see him. <laughs> so he looks like a bitch. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, that's that's what he said, Smitty. Thanks for you know explaining the joke, making it less funny. <laughs> no, there's a difference between a woman and a bitch. Anyway, Smitty, <laughs> if this happens, how are you going to feel about it? Because let's 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 
let's let's before we even talk about this match happening. The bottom line is your last match in wrestling. You usually go out on your back. That is the etiquette. That is the way it's been. You always lose your last. Your unless you're a match. woman, or unless your last match is against Sharon Forbin. So Schmor- Sharon, <laughs> Schmor- unless you're a woman, <laughs> then he then Kurt should just beat the fuck out of him and walk out of the building. Like, because unless you're a woman, tap him out seventeen times over. Only people, only wrestlers I've ever seen go on top, out on top. I've been women. Who? Lita, Trish. Mickey, when she first left WWE. Nobody even remembers that shit because it's so insignificant. No offense to the women's division, but I can tell by the looks on everyone here's faces. They don't remember that. I don't don't remember Trish going out winning. Trish won a women's title before she left. She beat Lita for it. And nobody cared. Did she vacate it the next day? It It was vacated when she retired. And there was a ter- there was a fucking tournament for a women's title. Dude, right, well, th- anyway, that shit doesn't so, even back in those days. Th- th- those are piss break matches, man. They I get were okay. So let's unless, uh, was gonna say, unless you're a okay, woman. Okay, stop. So now the normal etiquette is you go out on your back. Yeah. This match continues, goes exactly how it's supposed to be, and Baron Corbin goes over on Kurt Angle at WrestleMania. <sighs> what are you doing, Smitty? What, are, what am I going to see you do at this WrestleMania viewing party? Um, I'm going to rip off my tie and throw it somewhere. You're going to wear a tie to the WrestleMania viewing party? I'm going to wear a, a two-piece suit. That's <laughs> to impress. So you're going to wear a jacket and pants? Yes. So is it really a two-piece suit or just a suit? A two-piece suit technically is pants and jacket. Yeah, but do you have to say two-piece? Isn't it just a suit? At that point. Hey, look. Because moving I on, I just want to. I was literally about to go into some GQ shit. <laughs> but continue. Anyway, so this, you're going to rip your tie off because you're wearing a two piece suit to the WrestleMania yes. party. Hey, look. I take WrestleMania like the goddamn Oscars. Um, I'm going to rip off my cummerbund when I'm so pissed off. And that's three piece. That's four piece tuxedo, technically. Uh, but um, continue. Yeah, I'm gonna be. I'll be really pissed if this is the way it ends. But I really have a, like a ninety percent feeling like this. Not this is not how it's gonna end. All right, I think he's gonna crush Corbin and be like this. I'm not even tired, and that's when we get Cena. And that's and he goes out on his back to Cena. Joe, are you? That's kind of not what he asked you at all, though. <laughs> he said right. no. He said I I, that's why I just moved on, Joe. We know you're going to boycott. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you Allegedly. Actually, you, you actually watch this match, right? And it happens, and Corbin goes over. And we're at this WrestleMania viewing party, and the entire room Man, I, I, I might still be at freaking hockey. I, I'm not even excited for this mania at all. Like, let me preface this, what, what my answer to your question by saying, this used to be... What somebody just said, my Oscars, my Super Bowl, my Christmas. I used to like literally miss playoff hockey games to watch Mania. I have a hockey game scheduled for uh, Mania this year. I'm almost like leaning towards hockey because fuck this Mania, man. And I know like we have this... uh. 
B Dubs event and everything. But and I and I will be there for all that. But me personally, as a fan, despite my commitment to the show and everything, I don't give a rat's ass about this mania. <laughs> Not a rat's fucking little dick. And I used to Whoa, love it's moving. WrestleMania. Like th- this used to be my shit. And oh, I just don't. Dick. I don't fucking care anymore. Okay, but now back <laughs> to the back to the question: If if there is no payoff, if this is not a swerve, if this is the original plan and this is the plan that goes through, and Baron Corbin pins Angle clean in the middle of the ring, and Angle has some you know kiss the fans goodbye moment, wave goodbye, and that's it. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna be fucking really pissed off. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do, like, if I'm going to, like, break stuff inside the bar or, or punch somebody or go home and kick my dog or fucking <laughs> boycott wrestling or what I'm... But I'm... Dude, I will be very unsatisfied. I will be a dissatisfied consumer. And that I will feel disrespected. Dude, Kurt Angle is one of... If, if we're going top ten right now, he's in there for me. Mm-hmm. And to have his last match against this slud, schmud motherfucker. So Jewish. Fucking <laughs> putz-ass Baron fucking Schlorben. Fuck that, dude. I love the Jew rant. No, no just no. I, okay. No. So. <laughs> I'm not down with that shit, man. WrestleMania Jew rant 2019. Hey, <laughs> show needs a Paul Heyman. That's me. <laughs> Let me ask you Can a question now. Who do you want him to face? The obvious one that comes to mind is John Cena. That's what, you, but that's what you want. Like as a personal fan, you want to see him go out to John Cena. I think it would be a low to no maintenance match. It's a match that doesn't need a build. It's already there. John Cena made his debut in the company face to face with Kurt Angle. There's history there. Uh, I think they would have uh, a very fun, good, endearing match. I think they would both go out of their way to make each other look good. And it, really, that would be, I mean, if you really wanted to send Kurt out like against the grain on, on top, you, I could see Cena willingly doing the job there. Or if Cena went it would work either way. Um, God, I mean, I... You wouldn't be angry watching Kurt go over in his final match? No. I wouldn't either. No. It would have been an opponent. Yeah. And and if it was, I, I wouldn't, watching, John Cena's never tapped, but if uh, Kurt got him with a quick one, two, three, and a roll-up or after an angle slam or something. John Cena's never Cena's tapped? T- no, that's bullshit. Cena's tapped on three different occasions. Not not after his super push. Oh, not after the super push. Yeah, but he's tapped. He's <laughs> that's what I that's what I was talking about. Right. The the John Cena yeah. that guy has never tapped. The hustle the world to respect. I would not. I'll never. be honest. I don't want to see him go over. I would rather see him go over to a younger superstar. To be honest, somebody like me because they have nothing for Balor. Go yet. over. I not like, a younger superstar. I mean, I would like to see him. I want to see a younger star go over him. Well, yeah, I wouldn't. Honestly, that's like, that's like saying Ric Flair should have went over, put a younger star over. No, he's saying. Michaels. No, he's he's saying that he wants Kurt to lose to somebody that's younger in the company. Because I think that's a better way to push somebody 
uh, like this, push this match is not about pushing someone though. No, yeah. so, no. So I'm thinking about Kurt. What Kurt going on in his back? This is about Kurt riding off into the sunset, man. Yeah, you want to ride off to the sunset? The best. I think the best way for some of these older guys to ride off to the sunset is give the rub to a younger up and comer. Dude, let me tell you something. That flare. Shawn Michaels match. It's one of our favorite WrestleMania matches of all time. But it didn't give Shawn Michaels a rub. It was just a beautiful piece of artwork, and that's that. Yes, that's why I don't mind seeing it. If, didn't if it change Shawn Michaels' spot on the card or in the eyes of the fans, positively or negatively, one iota. That's why I don't mind it if it was Cena. But you think Kurt should put somebody over? Yeah, I do. Who? For the, for the future of the company. For the future of the your, your daily yeah. dose of Wednesday Night Wrong brought to you by Smitty. This match is not about the future of the company. <laughs> I know this it's is not. about one thing Kurt's retirement. That's it. I get that, but we're not I, even going to keep going with this. Let's go to the next fucking topic. I think John Cena. John right. Cena, yeah. That's my I know, I've said Cena. I've said Cena yeah. since day one. Uh, Nick, is are you in the mode for Cena as well? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It just makes a ton of sense. And it, it's like I said, it's a low to no maintenance storyline. We we all know John Cena is a fucking movie star now. He's an X-Rock. Does not have a lot of time to devote to a long, drawn out. Not that we have much time for him anyway, but he doesn't have a lot of time to commit to anything at all. They could do this match without him being present at all. And it would. Yeah, he could show up the week before. It would Mania. write itself. Like and there's man. already a story there. And that's it. Chris Corbin, Cena, you still got energy. Fight me. Cena comes out of the crowd again. <laughs> no, he ran. No, he ran backstage. They're gonna be seeing this thing. Then Cena's just like, "I'm a, I'm a fan. And yeah. I'm just here to have a fight." Hey, look, I'm gonna fight you now. <laughs> and then him get squashed real quick, <laughs> or do the squashing. Um, the Ronda Rousey storyline. She is pure heel. Everybody, she is the ultimate heel right now. Too little, too late for me. What, what do you mean by that? I think if they wanted to run this character for Ronda Rousey, they should have done it earlier than to have her smile and it's like if you go have her smile and like pander to fans and all it what she did, they should have done it after SummerSlam when she got her ass whooped by Charlotte before instead of waiting till now. Why would anyone? <laughs> as many you went from the minute you said I've been logical tonight, you have said nothing logical. Uh, all right. My mind said with that part is like you waited all the time and no, then the one, it was part of that promo that kind of made me go, then why didn't you wait till after SummerSlam? I mean, uh, Survivor Series. I, I'm using the wrong pay per view. No, no, I, I, I'm telling, okay, before you continue, just off your first line, they weren't waiting to turn Ronda heel. They wanted Ronda to be face. Ronda was supposed to be the face taking on a heel Charlotte. Going into WrestleMania. Yeah, that was the, the ultimate plan. The ultimate there was plan. no but hold on. So there's no waiting to turn her. This happened because Becky went fucking nuts and got white hot. And then they just fucking booked themselves into dumb shit and needed something to get out all of the heat away. Because it originally seemed like it was gonna be all the heat was on Charlotte. And that made sense. And then Rhonda was your in-between because people were booing Rhonda and they didn't want that. So then they made Rhonda the decent person. So now she's the middle person because people are going to boo her because they're going to cheer Becky. But Charlotte has all the heat because she's trying to get on, on this match. But then they went and flipped it. And now Charlotte's not really heel. fucking heel anymore. I mean, they're still Charlotte, booing. Charlotte's becoming in between now. Yeah. So, it, 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 but, and that's what I'm saying. You're saying, well, if they were waiting to do this, they're not. They weren't. That's dumb. They weren't waiting to turn Ronda heel. There's also no reason for this heel, push, heel turn at all. And you I, already had the heat on Charlotte. 
100% was, well, was he, I'm not going to say WWE, was he, they overbooked this thing to a degree where it was right in itself. Yeah, and we've talked about this, but now back to the original question. Smitty, if you can answer that, I'll be so fucking happy for the first time tonight you just answered the question rather than talking about other stuff. Is Ronda as a heel working for you? 50-50. Why? It, the way it's executed is right. The timing is wrong. Okay, Joe. How are so you? So you're saying that's ex- exactly like your Roman Reigns WrestleMania booking <laughs> idea. <laughs> Which I already said was decent. Yeah. But the, ti- the, the booking was right, but the timing was wrong. That's what we said to you. Joe, how how's this Ronda Rousey thing work out? <laughs> I want y'all to swallow I, horse cum. <laughs> Fuck all of you. <laughs> well, not you, Nick. Nick, you're silent. He should swallow horse cum. <clears throat> I haven't advanced to the horse cum level yet. <laughs> you just swallow. They can swallow horse. These cum. wrong ideas. <laughs> these wrong ideas from Smitty just keep hanging around. <laughs> horse semen. Swallow it. Off a tree. All right. <laughs> By a rope. A big loop. Some no- people call it a noose. It's like a loop at the end of the rope. Fake and- noose. Right. Fake noose. <laughs> <laughs> I will murder you. I said it was fake. It's not real. It's not a real noose. It's fake noose. I said we're going to build a wall. <laughs> <laughs> Headphones over there. <laughs> Go ahead, Joe. Uh, I actually, I I do understand. Des kinda, hates Rhonda. Sorry, I do understand kind of what Smitty's saying with this. Like, uh, they they did her dirty for so long, making her come down the ramp with these stupid ass smiles and these stupid, literally word for word r- written scripted promos, and and her like worrying if she upset Sasha Banks and stuff. To now from like. Going to all that to like, now she's just this badass who's calling <clears throat> wrestling fake and telling all the wrestling fans that she's going to ruin their s- fake sport for them. And can I can I cut you off real quick? Sure. To be fair, that's Ronda when she was in W and UFC though too. Remember, Ronda was just fuck you. I don't care. I understand. So it's kind of like this. What this is right now. What, what they moved it to. I understand that. What I'm trying to say <clears throat> is where I'm where I'm kind of agreeing with Smitty a little bit on this one is. They should have just went there first. They like, missed. Yeah. They missed. Nobody the blood had, a Nobody ever wanted to see a smiling, happy Ronda Rousey to begin with. This should have been her the whole fucking way. So I get what he means by too little, too late. But to answer your question, do I like what she's? Is this working for me? Do I like it? Yes. I just would have liked to seen it sooner. Okay. And do I think it's like she's going rogue or off script or into business? No. I do not. Oh yeah, you're not. I mean, but she, this is a work. Disbelief, yeah. She's taking her orders. She's doing a very, very good job with it. Right, Nick, how are you feeling about this? I, I kind of agree with that, <laughs> and, and the fact that when you look back on it, she came into the uh, into WWE at the Royal Rumble, and she's like, "Hey, you know how you doing?" And then she had a WrestleMania match with uh, Angle. With Angle, and, eh, cool. A, that yeah. was a great match. Yeah, yeah cool. Actually. You know, and then when she won the title. That should have been the transition into a, a fucking super heel. 
because she could have been a super heel playing off of her UFC days. Well, but what now, they're trying to do now. An- another now it's let him like, finish. Sorry, kind of too late. And like I like that she's going heel, but I think it's a little too forced when you see her walk down the ramp and she's strutting like fucking D'Lo Brown, and I'm just like, Ronda needs to calm down a little bit, you to, know, but. Every match, or every time there was something that required her to be like laser focused like that, that's Rhonda would come down like that. Yeah, I don't have an issue with that. Like that's not new. And but here, but here. now, so why is all of a sudden she can whoop people's ass like Dana? Okay, Dana Brooke, whatever. But it doesn't take her but fifteen seconds. But then she's getting. You know, you're kind of playing that good guy role where you get your ass kicked and then you come through and he's women like Sasha and Bailey. Yeah. yeah. She, I agree with you on that. She did. I thought she did give too much of herself, be too generous with her, but sell too much for s- some opponents. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, she, nobody can say she hasn't taken bumps and beatings over her, sh- what is still a short career, but she has, she has given her body up to this career. That's for sure. Yeah. And then this, and this, that's a good segue to, Another little point that I agree with Smitty, you know, much against, much to my dismay that I agree with Smitty, <laughs> but f- the per- the best my logic comes back to f- play, bitch. She should have turned heel after the Staples Center thing. That shit was fucked up when she got booed out of the building after sh- she got that yeah. kendo stick beating. I I was Did sitting you there. Deserve a chance. Yeah, I was sitting there watching that as a fan, like. What the fuck is wrong with this building? Like, what? I don't understand this at all. No, like this is fucked up to me as a fan watching that. I I don't agree with that, and here's why I don't agree with it. Because you're overthinking it. No, I'm not overthinking it. And that was her hometown. Ronda Rousey, right then, should have been very, and it was. It threw her off. Like we watched it, the first fucking thing she did when she was getting booed, she couldn't even talk. Yeah, the, the I don't mic had blame to her almost because right. I was like, "What the fuck but, okay, is going but, on so, here?" So let's stop with this because I still she honestly can't don't understand because that. she can't even talk. Right? She she was stuck. No, but the they next night on out, Raw, the next no, night on Raw, she maybe. was stuck. She was stuck. She well, couldn't talk. They, they were. Bo- I'm not arguing that. No, no, Let no. me tell you why the, I'm just. Dis- the I'm, messed up thing is they booed her out of the pay per view Sunday night. Same building the next night on Raw. They cheered her. Same building. No, oh, she got mixed reactions the next what night. What are you talking about? No, they didn't cheer because that next night was the night that she fucked, flubbed that promo so hard they had to send out Bailey or someone right away. Send out Sasha. N- yeah. Is that no, no, that's not the one where she was like, okay, you guys got me. No, that's when they sent Charlotte out. And that was later. On Raw? No, that was Raw. After that was, yeah, no, it was Sasha. Yeah, it wasn't. It, 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 it up to the next pay per view. The one where she where she was fumbling and bumbling real bad, and she yeah, even admitted they, they, she was like, "All right, she's like, you guys got me." That was the next night after that was Survivor the next, Series. That was, that was the Monday sh- after Survivor yeah. Series, and they sent out Sasha. Really? Because it led it led to Sasha versus. Uh, I thought I thought Ronda that night was a little ways after that one. No, and then that was the problem. Is then now that's what they're using for this turn now. Um, because and and I don't agree. It should have been right after Survivor Series. Because of the fact that she couldn't even figure out how to ha- talk to a crowd right then. Like, it's real possible to put someone into heel mode. But if that person, it's themselves, can't get past what's going on on the outside. And let's be very honest. Ronda Rousey 
became so introverted after her two losses in UFC, yeah. especially the first one. She can't handle that. She can't handle that fucking turn. No, she almost went into like exile for a year. Yeah. So and then I remember what exact year? I remember seeing her on Ellen, like after her second loss, depression. like talking about she's ready to kill herself. And, right. But again, away from that. We're getting like, away from that. We're no, not gonna talk about dude. That. So her mindset couldn't even handle a crowd booing on her. To where there is no reason you can Jen say, Oh, well, I want you to go ahead and cut a promo now to where you're the bad guy. She can't even talk. She couldn't. She couldn't get past what the crowd was doing. I'm not saying that maybe the reason they didn't pull the trigger was because of that. I'm saying I wouldn't have pulled the trigger because of that. Do I use that emotion? Do That's I, the best time to do but it? But do I? She can't talk to do it. You can't turn someone heel if they can't talk. She couldn't get past what the fans were saying. Is that what Dwayne Johnson did? That he uses emotion she at went, that point? She couldn't. She cut a pretty good scathing promo on her YouTube channel. Eventually, dude. We're talking months later. It's fucking March, and, and yeah, she cut that I'm promo. I'm sure that was, she had permission to do that, and was told to go in that direction. Right, I'm not arguing but that. that was we're not her talking words. about that, but it doesn't matter. Her That's words. not what we're talking about. Well, yeah, that's what, what I'm talking about is you can't turn someone heel if they can't talk to go heel. She couldn't say anything. Period. You know, I read she actually like has like an actual I don't, I don't, speech impediment. She does. She fucking got that, that's head something when goes. she was a baby. Head trauma. Yeah. Anyway, back onto this subject because we're running late. Well, not running late. I just want to talk more. Oh, well, we're running we late. <laughs> so Ronda Rousey should never have been turned heel. I'm buying what she's saying right now and what she's doing, but. She shouldn't have been turned because you already had all that heat on Charlotte. And the minute Becky said, I mean, the minute Rhonda said she wanted Becky in that match, she was already the tweener. She was right there. And then for her to put Becky in the match is a tweener move or face move. It's like that. And that came after the fucking YouTube promo. And then she goes, I don't want to hear your fucking cheers now. You fucking booed me before, blah, 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 to get right back into heel mode. And it's like the WWE with this booking is just looping. Like they have to go back to this to fix what they did here because it didn't make any sense right here. It's like X-Men 3, right? Ooh. We're talking they killed Jean Grey and Cyclops and everything. And then you had to make Days of Futures Past. To erase that fucking movie no, from undo existence. Undo that shit. Be and that's literally what they're doing right now. It's like, oh, yeah, we did this. We have to go back and do this from here now and fix it. And it's... Hey, just be happy that they're paying that much attention to go back and fix something rather than just sweeping it under the rug. I think they were fucking confused when they got those kind of reactions from the crowd. They're like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Right. <laughs> this is supposed to be she our... She got her this fucking be ass star. beat, and they're... They're thrilled that she got her ass beat. I think everybody was confused. I for everybody was confused. I was confused. Every podcast I listened to, Jr. Or whoever's uh, doing post show stuff about, everybody was confused. I'm sure she was confused. I'm sure the office. Was, I'm sure the whole fucking locker room was confused at that yeah. one. Because I'm, I I was watching that like. What? The because fuck is going on moment, here? At that moment is the moment that everybody had to sit back. And regardless of how confused you are about this booze, you had to go, holy shit, Becky has everyone in the palm of her hand. 
because anything against Becky is getting this reaction. Is do you fa- think Becky's? Do you think Becky's still that hot right now no. as she was at Staples Center? No, no. without like, even being in the building. So I say no. Because and I don't. I I agree with you guys, and I think that's to no fault of hers whatsoever. Is WWE booking? We've already discussed all this. So, last thing I want to talk about before we move on, and I had it pulled up. Oh, yeah. The announcement of Alexa Bliss. We didn't really get into it um, as the WrestleMania host. Is this just, we need Bliss on Mania? Yeah. Okay. 100%. Yeah, yeah she's yep. she's charismatic. She's a good talker. She's it's attractive. It's hot. a way to get her yep. on camera. Okay. And now, finally, because, again, we also did not talk about this last week, the WWE Hall of Fame, Booker T is going to be a two-time Hall of Famer. Harlem Heat is going in as the tag team. So we have DX. We had oh, Honky Tonk. Honky Tonk Man. We had Troy Wilson. Tory Wilson. Harlem Heat. Harlem Heat. And then the lady, we'll talk, we'll talk about that next week when I have more time to do some research on her. But it seems that uh, the Sue Lady, it seems like she is the, the, the stepping stone for WWE and all of their amazing community relations. Pretty much like work. the heart of PR. Right. So that's why I want to so do Atchison. a lot. I want to do a little bit more. Was she like a liaison between them and make a wish. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. And she's no, like, she is. Because I, I was reading about her on. on okay, but let's go back to uh, Harlem Heat. Meltzer. Oh, Stevie Ray <laughs> Meltzer shit. <laughs> Meltzer doesn't think Stevie Ray deserves to be the Hall of Fame. Stevie Ray, dude, he's, <laughs> is he trying to be just? A, is he just trying to be a heat? Is he trying to be the new like Jim Cornette of the dirt sheets? I would literally, think so, I but, feel like so. But let me ask you a question. I think he's just trying to make himself famous but by let me doing ask, the shit. Do you think is Harlem Heat deserving of the WWE Hall of Fame? Yes. Why? Har- Harlem Heat has been was the most dominant tag team of the 1990s. Okay. Literally, no team in the 1990s was more dominant or significant. Well, outside the fact that WCW started dying they had some in the wars 90s. with the Steiner brothers, wars with the Steiners, they had wars with the Nasty Boys, they had wars with almost every significant tag team throughout the early and mid nineties. They beefed with the NWO, beefed with the NWO, and came out on top. All right, well, let me ask you this then: Do they deserve to be in more than Edge and Christian as a tag team? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Edge and Christian, dude. Harlem Heat came throughout eighty eight. Edge and Christian, if you look, the Brood. <laughs> was only a faction for like a year or two. Edge and Christian really only team for like a year or two. I mean, they went on singles runs like three they years were just, after. They were just like a year or two. They were involved were, in a couple, did three or four WrestleManias as tag team. Let's say they, they were they were four years together. The, the brood was like team. the brood was like was a year, like ninety eight, ninety seven, ninety seven. Okay, and Edge and Christian as a tag team were the highlight of TLC in two thousand one. Uh. Cause, uh, no, the, first, the brood the first, no, was not there in '97, dude. The brood was not there because the new brood was '99, was uh '98, and that was that was uh when they had Michael Hayes with the Hardys, the new brood, and the whole Terry thing was '98. Okay, I think that so, was even later than that. Dude. So you're, but what I'm saying is, Edge and Christian weren't just tag team a tag team for two years, maybe two years. Not, no, I'm as, saying long. Edge and Christian, Edge and Christian, they broke up. In like 2001, when the alliance thing happened, yeah. I, so they're they around for like five years, four or five years. Yeah. No, they had a couple that fu- you're saying Edge and Christian were a team in night, they weren't even in the fucking company in 96. 
Say so, Ed. No, Ed, the the brute. Let's think about the brute. The brute wasn't even, dude. Ninety seven, ninety eight, right? No, dude. Later, later. The brute was not there in ninety seven. I guarantee you that. Look up the TIT tournament because that's right the year that uh, Gangrel broke up. I mean, they- the brute was only faction for a little bit more than a year, no more than two, and Edge and Christian weren't a team much longer than that. Ninety six. 96. The Brood? No. Edge might have been signed by the company by 96. The Brood Edge and Christian were from 98 to 2001. Three years. Definitely not two. <laughs> I'm so far <laughs> off. That's a, I knew, I knew the breakup was 2001 because they feuded for, during the whole alliance thing. Christian what I'm alliance. saying is people think they were together a lot longer than they actually were just because they did so much historical the stuff. The Brood was 96. They 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 did so much cool stuff in a short amount of time. Honestly, they were so cool. But they had seven title runs as tag team champions. And the Dudleys had what nine? In Dudleys were w- together for a lot longer. They were a lot longer so in WWE? WWE. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. But I'm well. That's what I'm saying. Is like so. You so Edge and Christian the tag less. team titles scene. The old tag team division scene was hot back then. I mean. Because had, of them three. Yeah, you had the Hardys and, and the Dudleys and Edge and Christian trading it back and forth all the time. But even before With that, a couple other teams here and there mixed in. If you go back APA to the, and Okay, so we're, like getting, we're getting off the topic. So you're saying that, yes, you think Harlem Heat is more deserving as a tag team Hall of Fame than Edge and Christian. Yes. First, both of you. Yeah. All right. Nick, what are you thinking about that? Yeah. Yeah, after putting it into perspective, because, you know, that was... That wasn't like a couple of years ago. I really did feel like Edge and Christian were around a lot longer than that. But when you say that they were only around for a couple of years, I was like, okay, yeah. Because Halloween came around nineteen ninety. And, and I'm sitting here trying to think of tag teams that were in the 90s that really kind of made a mark the way that Harlem Heat did. And I'm thinking, nasty boy, well, not nasty boys. Okay, well, you look at NWO, the NWO, but, you know, Harlem Heat had their number for a while. So 1990 I, to 2000, so, 14 years. Like Harlem yeah. Heat was a team for a long time before Booker T was like, the man, kind of like they all right, three guys, three guys for a while. Nope, I thought well, they had a manager, Sherry. They had a manager, Sherry. She, yeah, she was great. That was the whole. That was the whole. Hogan, we coming for you, nigga. Uh, yeah, we <laughs> we don't even need to go there. Everyone knows about this. That's whatever. Sister uh, Sherry, I, still love, I, mean, I, I used it. It's I mean, funny. Yes, it's the, funny. The but sister, she she was Sister Sherry at that point. She, dude, she <laughs> she was so good. She was Hulk Hogan. We coming for you, nigga. <laughs> Hey, look. It's, it's now, not okay. Well, so let's let's talk about this then, because there was a lot of talk that the Hart Foundation was going to go in. Brett and PR move, Anvil, Anvil. I think it's a PR move. Now that's a team so, I would say is more deserving than Harlem Heat. Okay, yeah, because they were around since Stampede, late eighties, so. early nineties. They were mid eighties. Yeah. So even Smitty, what you're saying, yeah. that's a PR move to get a black team in there. Is that what you're saying? Oh right? no, I think it's a PR move to get the heat off of the storyline with Kofi to a certain degree. What? Okay, so as soon as the heat from the Kofi certain line start coming around, the rumors are all for the Heart Foundation are already around, right? Uh-huh. What? All the Wait, imp- what? No. Listen. The rumors for the Heart Foundation were out before Tori Wilson went in. I know. So. When, that was three weeks ago. So the so the thing about. It could still be announced, right? Heart Foundation. The Heart Foundation they already have the fucking tag team in. They already attacked him. So with all the stuff going on with Kofi. The best PR, one of the good, uh, th- th- something you could do PR wise, minimal wise, is get a brother inside, uh, inside Hall of Fame. 
Am I right? <laughs> no, no, the pull the heat away from WWE. I'm, I'm just I'm processing this. No, the for pull a the, heat, the, the pull the heat away from WWE. Dude, there is no real the only heat on them for this is by ignorant, naive fucking marks. The it's WWE not is not marks. doing anything. It's a storyline. Kofi's well, gonna go wrestle for the title at Mania. Yeah, I, I believe that. I believe there he's is not no, win, but <laughs> there is no holding Kofi back because of his skin color. It's a fucking story, all right? Like I don't think this putting Harlem Heat in is a move to get the heat off WWE for for Vince being like David Duke to fucking Kofi Kingston or something. You know, don't bring those people to my damn shows. Yeah, <laughs> oh, David Sterling, me, my David Duke. I don't All know right. who the fuck David Sterling is. Okay. Donald Sterling, that from Heart Foundation. Fuck <laughs> Shut up! Right. Just stop talking. <laughs> no, Donald Sterling was the guy from the uh, the owner of the Clippers. <laughs> anyway, what? I don't care. Yeah. No one cares. I don't care anymore. We're done. Why people don't? No, it doesn't have any effect to what we're talking about. <laughs> this is great. Now over to Ollie with the weather. It's going to rain. <laughs> it's going to rain. Ladies and gentlemen, we want to thank you so much for listening, for watching all of this stuff. If you're watching live, listening live, make sure you go to Apple Podcasts, subscribe to our podcast, rate us, give us five stars. Smitty, you have something to say that doesn't, that's not stupid. Uh, so there's a show going on next Saturday on uh, 30th. Yeah, um, Old Wrestling comes to Detroit. Um, it's at Whiskey Factory in Detroit, Michigan, 1000 Maple Street. Um, um, it's gonna, the women's match for the show is sponsored by Volta Midnight. We end up getting three tickets for it via them. And it's, uh, door opens at 7, show starts at 7.45. What's Volta Midnight? Volta Midnight is a comic book uh, store, nerd stuff. And how do you spell old wrestling? O L D E. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Ye old. Ye old wrestling. O L. I'm confused with what that was about. How I spelled old. This old wrestling comes to Detroit. Is that Whiskey Factory? One thousand. Is O L D E an acronym? No, that's the way old is spelled for. Our what show. I'm saying is it like because it's like WWE wrestling. WWE is an acronym. This is old wrestling comes to Detroit. No, I believe it is an acronym. I'm without Googling it right now. I'm not sure what it actually is. More information, go to oldwrestling.com. I just want to make sure Smitty let the fans know that there's an E at the end so they search for it properly. So what you were doing was getting him to put it over properly. Yes. I see what you did there. For more information, helping him do his job correctly, (laughs) maybe? Apparently, because I'm going to give you the information from the tickets. For more information, go to www.oldwrestling o l d e wrestling w r e s t l i n g dot com. <laughs> Mario said, "Mario said, damn that man could cut a promo. Shades of Sid Vicious." <laughs> hey, but I beat you, so fuck off, bitch. <laughs> Sid and Vicious beat- and Scott I, Steiner. It, it holds so true what Z said that one show. It was like, "Smitty is defensive." 
every time it comes off as a 12 year old everything something like a 12 year old boy would say oh I did this well, fuck you bitch <laughs> <laughs> hey look I beat you I beat, sorry, I beat you. I beat you. I beat you. Before. I beat you. <laughs> and I'm gonna beat you with the retard known as Z. So this is my ball, and I'm going home now. <laughs> I beat. can't be quarterback. Fuck you. So as soon as I, soon as I beat you with the retard Z, you have nothing else to say. So shut your fucking cockholster. Uh, he's Z tarted. Uh, I'm politically incorrect. So fuck off. He is high on life of his beating me at scorecards. <laughs> hey, look. I talk shit. I back it up. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. Check us out on all of our social media. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. Look, man, our boy Nick is running Snapchat and Snapchat. fucking and Instagram like a motherfucker right now. So all that content that you see going on there is done by him. Don't think it's me. Stop trying to send nudes. That's been happening a lot on Snapchat. I'm like, you bitches need to calm down. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up, bitch. You know you like I'm it. I'm just like, screenshot. Screenshot. <laughs> like, why does the wrestling podcast keep screenshotting my photos? Shut uh, up, bitch. You know you like it. Being, what are you talking about? You like the nudes. There's been a few peepees come across. <laughs> Shut up, bitch. You know you like it. Those are the ones Not that. Those personally. are the ones that are thinking Smitty's running it. <laughs> It's got that Marcus mouth going yep. on. That's all he does. 100% Marcus mouth. So make sure you follow us on all of our social Y'all media. Keep talking about it. <laughs> what? Yeah, I keep talking about it. That's why it keeps going to you. Mandy. Just continue on. Yeah, I, I can't because. I know, you're like dumbfounded. Uh, like, yeah, every time I'm loud, assholes! Just when I thought he couldn't get any more stupid, he gets right. more stupid. He just keeps going. He keeps going. He keeps going. So make sure you're following us on all of our social media, Facebook. Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, all that fun stuff. Get all the content from us. If you're watching live, listening live, again, please go to Apple Podcasts, rate us five stars, subscribe to that. If you guys are listening on the podcast, you can watch. Just go to Twitter. Go to Periscope. At BDRCast, you can watch us. We're waving to you right now on camera, except for Smitty and Joe, who are throwing up middle fingers <laughs> because they're minorities, and that's all they can do. I know. We're like, fuck the world. The world has <laughs> fucked us for thousands of years, so we're like, fuck you back. So fuck we are Egypt. saying thank you. Make sure you come and see us at WrestleMania Viewing Party at Buffalo Wild Wings, downtown Detroit, 1218 Randolph Street, Detroit, Michigan, 48226. On or, April 7th. Or you see all me. the giveaways. All of the fun. All of the awesomeness. All that the bitches. Be, uh, and there will be females. There all too. the cocaine. No, no, we, we can have this, right? No, that, that's in. That's <laughs> Fuck in. it. Are all you, the bitches and all the cocaine. Or you can see me and at least two of us else at uh, Old Wrestling. Multimate Night, they want they want to give, us, uh, give out some stuff for us as well. I, well you, said. I, we are your ring crew. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, I want to talk more about this. That's why I was trying to get her earlier. Yeah, Joe and me, the Almighty One, Mikey himself. Thank you so much for listening. We are out, man.